are Sarah and Margo are lesbians. What? Oh, I would kill to be a fly on that wall. from the Philadelphia Flyers. You're listening to Corner Pub Stores. Corner Pub Sports. Hey, what is up, everybody? Cornerpaw Sports. Welcome to the show. Thanks for hanging on, guys. Yes. Yeah, we had a little de- a little delay, second week in a row. You know, my patience is wearing thin, but, you know, we're here. Um, Circumstances beyond our control. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. Uh, what's up, everybody? Um, Sean, Mike, Gary, and... Yo. Callie is Can back. Yeah, return to Callie. Yeah, we got you. yes, sir. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Callie's back in the house. You we can, can hear, hear him. We just can't see him. Yeah, yeah. He's in the dark, right? You don't need to see me. <laughs> so tonight Is that on, on sh- purpose, Fathead? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so tonight on the show, um, we're going to be joined by SG Carter, who is um, a UFC handicapper. Or, well, I should say handicapper. UFC better, who claims he has an 80% um, positive. Uh, you know, success, success rate. rate. Thank you. On we've been drinking a little bit. Uh, success rate on bets, and there's a big event tomorrow night, Saturday night. Now, is there is there usually like so when you're betting that the UFC fights isn't how many of them are like heavily favored one way or the other? Like, does that come into play at all? I guess we can ask him. Yeah, we'll have to find out. I don't know. Cal, you in the UFC a lot? No, nah, I do DraftKings UFC, but I never bet on it. Ever. Like, I don't think I'd ever bet a match. Okay. This I, might, be, I might tomorrow. This is going to yeah, be right. interesting. So, <laughs> 80% success rate. He, he he does a lot of research on these matches. He kind of goes through it all. So, it's going to be fun to, to, to fun to hear to, you know, how this works. So, um, so he'll be on a little bit in about an hour. Uh, we also, well, you know, fuck it. Let's, let's just do it. We're drinking. All right, there's nothing else about it. I, 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 it's the only thing that's calmed my fucking nerves right now, after what just happened. Uh, I am drinking New Belgium. What am I, 1980? Was you it? The, you got the 1985 Juicy IPA. 1985. Ooh. 1985 Juicy IPA. Dude, it's awesome. Yeah. It has so much taste. What are you drinking, Mike? Um. So I grabbed one of the the Voodoo Ranger Experimental IPA. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. See, I'm not as big of a fan of the regular Voodoo Ranger, but mm-hmm. this experimental IPA is really good. Because it's experimental. 
Yes. It's like I'm not. I'm not. I don't know if I'm into that. That thing that's called a vagina. I'm kind of yeah. an experiment. I'm kind of into the cock. Yeah. Right. out of it. Yeah. All right. Let's see how right. it feels. Yeah, you flip it. You flip a coin. You know. <laughs> Hair pie or balls across the nose. I don't know. I think I think I seen something on Facebook about something about bi. Um, bi curious. No, bisexual coming out day or something or. Oh, is that today? It might be. Uh, maybe it's today's your day, Mike. Maybe. There you go. You've been waiting right. for your life. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to fully come out. I'm just going to come uh, come out halfway or, like, just, is that what it? Well, either, maybe. either way, somebody ends up with anal leakage. <laughs> well, I, I guess that's true. So, what's up, Callie? What's going on, man? How you feeling? Same old, same old. All right. Good. Nothing, is, nothing has changed. All right. Same hear. boring self. <laughs> Well, <laughs> let's start off with probably the biggest news of the week. Ben Simmons. Is that really still news? What's what's really what has changed? Now now it's for real for real? There's been for real for real news this week. Um enough so, with him. So so Woj Woj dropped the bomb pretty much and confirmed that Ben Simmons is definitely not gonna report to camp. I thought that, that was like talked about three weeks ago. It was rumored, right? It was a report. Woj, who is this, this very is confirmed reports? Yeah, Woj is basically saying like he's not coming to camp, and then Ben Simmons said he is never going to play another game for the Philadelphia 76ers organization ever again. Good. And then on top of that, there was a situation. Um, there was a comment made. Um, Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers basically said, trying to talk to. About the, or, I'm sorry. Trying to talk about the Ben Simmons situation is like trying to convince people that Trump didn't. <laughs> I, hate, I, I hate this, but yeah, we don't get political on the show. But basically, said it's trying to talk to someone to convince them that Trump didn't win the election. But I didn't really. I don't get it. So what? He's basically saying it's impossible. Like it, it's over. Is is what he's saying? So he's saying that Trump, or he's saying that Simmons isn't coming back. Trying to talk him back into coming back is right. It's impossible. Is that? I guess that's how you're interpreting. It. Okay, right. It's true. Um, that's how I took it. I don't know. I mean, to me, this is old news. I mean, you know, his he got his feelings hurt. Oh, Dave Pearson in, said either way on Bi Curious Day, either way you're going to come. It's true. So yeah, I'm coming day point. and night. So, um, but no, I mean, you know, I thought that this was already like the rumors that came out. Like we the the. There, there's been enough outrage. I'm, I'm kind of with Gary on this one. Enough about this guy. Like, it's over. He's a piece of shit. We've already said he's a piece of shit. We said it time and time again. Like, no more airtime. Move on. I, I'm, I'm not saying that. Yeah, to an extent, I don't know. Um, I don't see this as new news. I see this as basically what we've been talking about for mm-hmm. weeks. He's still weak and soft. He's still, you know, all about his image. He's still like all the things that we've talked about. Um. All hold true, and you know that he's he's public enemy number one, as we talked about. Callie, you haven't had a chance to talk about it because you haven't been on the air. I mean, you've been commenting on it. So if you want some airtime to talk about it, I means. want no part of him. He's he's dead to me. Like after he didn't take that shot in the playoffs, that that was just it. He can't ever come back again. There's just no. It's it's like nothing can be resolved. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, but he's yeah, dead to me. Yeah, I mean, I. He does so many things well that I would have yeah. tried to get him to, or tried to bring him back, or tried to do something. But 
We've been I, asking I mean, the guy to shoot now for four years. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's just, shoot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I mean, going. this you know the 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 fact that he you know he, he turtled up and then you know the the reaction that he had to the first set of criticism that he's ever had in his life is mm-hmm. um, it's you know the old adage the million dollar town two cent head on so many different levels, dude. I, 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 in this town, Ryan Ryan said it best. When these guys get go through the process, and you know, either you're going to come in as a free agent, or you're going to be drafted here. You have there, there might be some psycho, you know, psychology psych- like you psychological might- like like testing that needs to be done on these players to say, can can you withstand? Or, or, is your brain going to be with you know withstand this this abuse you're probably going to take? Are you able to close it out? Oh yeah, yeah, I can shut it. I can shut it out. You know, and then you find out like through other you know quizzes and other yeah. No, they they can't because they're more worried about posting pictures of themselves with Lamborghinis and fucking models. Well, right? I mean, I mean, fan wise, fucking asshole, fuck him. I dude, I hate his fucking face. Fan, I hate his face. Everything the, about him. Fan wise, to play in the city, it's tough. It is tough. It's 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 tough. The fan, the media, a tough city to play. The media for. makes it tough too, but. The media, but it's also a great place to play at times too. If you, you know, so the thing is, that pizza looks good. <laughs> it's good, good pizza. Yeah, the thing is, is that they, um, they, they should, they should do something. They should basically, part of the interview should be them setting it up and being like, "What were you thinking on this play? We thought you really didn't do well." I mean, they should start the interview with, "What did you think of this? Like, why did you pass off this shot?" Like what? What are your thoughts on this? Like, you know, um, I'm going to grab a smoke before we talk about football. Yeah. Uh, like, wh- you know, what are your thoughts? Like, why did you pass this up? You know, th- this was a bad decision. You know, we don't condone this. Something like that. I just kind of lay into him and just see what his reaction is. <laughs> and maybe that's what you do. Maybe you just see if they're if they're him and Holland. Or see if they're like, yeah, you're right, or this and that. Like, Ike Reese on Sirianni talked about the fact that Sirianni was still kind of lamenting a play yesterday. And he's like, oh, you know, you can't be a coach and lament a play. This now, like, was what play? The, the, four, the, the, the I don't Philly even know. He just, it, was, it was just him like, yeah, I was, um, I'm, still, I'm still upset about what I did. It was a fourth and one play. He was, he, he was not happy with that call. Right, he so, thought he acted out of his stomach and not his brain. Yeah, so whatever the case is, and he's like, "Yeah, I, you know, I really, I, I'm still lamenting that play." And Ike Reese is like, "Oh, you know, this and that." And I'm like, "You could see it that way. You could see it as like him kind of holding a grudge, or, or like you know, him still lamenting on stuff, and that you know, you having to let it go. But at the same time, in this town, like you want somebody that like." That's kind of what we're, we're asking for, right? We're asking for somebody that seems to we'll, give a damn. And we'll get into that in a little bit. There's a lot to th- dissect with the Eagles and with what, ha- what, what, you know, with what happened last weekend. And, yeah. um, you know, I have my own opinion. I'm, I'll be curious to see what you guys say. Dave Peterson said, who needs the cancer Simmons? Goodbye, you fucking, you know, goodbye, he's, crybaby. He's, he Glad be, to see you go. He would be, he, even if he were to come back, he would have been an absolute cancer. Oh, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he can't come back. No, like he, he couldn't come back. back. Like it'd be tough for him to come back. He would have had to have started out and said the right things afterwards. But yeah. you know, it's 
it's just um it's just mind-boggling how how he handled this like i I feel that this was and, and yeah i bet you his trade value did you know the way that he the way that he handled this couldn't can't look good for a different team Peterson said, Simmons doesn't understand Philly fans. They're the most informed fans across all sports. We can sue through the bull bullshit. I'm going to let you know when you're screwing up just as much as when you're flying high. Right. And we we were supportive of Simmons big time for a while. And, you know, to a fault. 100%. I mean, we you know, LeBron James 2.0. Right. Blah, blah, blah. He can see the court like unlike anybody else. Yeah, he's going to revolutionize the game. <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> right. Which which might be true. Like he, All that's still true. He can it's... see the court really well. Okay. He just. He plays, you know, he's a, he's a four. He's a four and he, he can play the point. That's he just has no heart. Rare. He yeah, has exactly. no heart. You can't, you can't teach heart, so. You got a tight little man pussy on you, don't you? That's what Ben yeah. Simmons has. does. I don't know what else to say. I, I'm I'm so sick of seeing his fucking face. I don't want to see his Instagram posts and, and, and the fucking car and smiling. Uh, with him practicing three pointers in the gym. Get the fuck out! I'm done. Yeah, practice against uh, practicing against a bunch of six you know six foot one yeah, white guys me. in the gym. Yeah, yeah, right against us. Right. I'm done. I don't want to see that shit anymore. I'm out. I'm fucking out. I don't want to see anything about Ben Simmons anymore. Every time I see his fucking name, I get irate. You know what? Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he has the first time that he's due back in Philly with whatever team he's playing for, he doesn't fake an injury or something. Yeah, he, could, won't, he won't play. I could totally see him bitching out. That's a definite night off. and he, You know he, he, know he never takes off because he hardly ever missed any games here. But that, that night, mysterious stomach bug or something. So I'm going to ask you guys a question. Guaranteed. Any sport of all time, do you think any player will receive more boos than Ben Simmons when he comes back to town? <laughs> I can't really think of anybody. I got to really think, and that's, yeah. I can't, nothing else top my head. Rowland? I know, I was going to say, a lot of people are disappointed with Scott Rowland. Yeah, maybe Rowland. I went, to, I, I went to the first game when Rowland came back. I wasn't that way. Right. Yeah. J.D. Drew? Because I felt like Scott Rowan wasn't I mean, wrong. He threw batteries at the guy. So, well, not we, but you know. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. I don't know if Ben Simmons makes it out without something getting thrown at him. Seriously. Uh, that's that's why I don't thing. think he'll play. He might, J.D. Drew never played for our team. Right. Right? Ben Simmons played for our True. team and wasted three or four years of. Yeah. Yeah, Peterson said J.D. Drew as well. That's a good that that might be the closest one. Andrew I, I, Bynum, Chris Weber. But Bynum never yeah. came back. Billy Wagner. I hated Billy but, Wagner. But, but but Bynum never came back. Right. Bynum never played again. Yeah, Bynum never played a second force either. No. Right. He never played here. Um a guy who was here and all of a sudden turned on the fan base and the organization and blamed them for his failures. That's basically what he's doing. Papelbon grabbed his crouch crotch after Give up a three-run lead. You know, if Papelbon came back after he played here, maybe. But I don't yeah. know if by well, he then, played for Washington. But the Phillies sucked so bad so that I don't think anyone. What are you yeah. talking about? Players that get the, the Phillies? Who, who would get a bigger boo than Ben Simmons right now? Ever. Or uh, uh, actually, my question was, In, ever. 
Who would get a bigger Fultz, chorus of booze? Fultz probably just didn't do it. Don't forget much. about Briscalov. Briscalov's probably a decent one. Did he play again, though? No, he didn't. Yeah. So he never, like, he never got to. I mean, he like, never played, played again and came back as an opposing player. Carson Wentz. Who's going to get boot louder? <laughs> Who's going to get boot louder, Wentz or Simmons? I would say Simmons. It's Simmons. 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 Simmons, yeah. yeah, I mean Carson. He's still going to get some. He's still going to get some. Oh uh, yeah, he's ab- he's absolutely going to get some booze. But, He'll be half and half. Yeah, but you know what, Simmons or who sprains both ankles on one fucking play? You know what? We talked about this. <laughs> we talked about this because you said that, and then he had the toilet paper and this and that, and then he sends out something. Sean says something about like McCafferty and how he always gets injured, and he's like, "Well, you know, injuries are a part of the game. You need to be consistent. Be consistent. Be be consistent." Depends on what type of player you're talking about. Well, oh, what do you mean on, what man. type of player? I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Nothing, Mike. I'm just processing jobs. <laughs> Tony, Tony here. Uh, Tony Hawley said, um, I hope I'm pronouncing your last name right. Said no. He basically said, no, there's not anybody else. I don't, And I agree with Tony. I don't, I don't think there's any other player that will ever come into this town stepping on, on the floor, on our floor or our field, in opposing team's colors, who's going to get booed louder than Ben Simmons? Yeah, right. I hope they dump popcorn on him. Like, so, Carson <laughs> Carson Wentz at least kept his mouth shut. Wentz did it quietly. He didn't go, you know, there wasn't reports he saying, I want out. Although, yeah. there was, there, I mean, all right, let me retract a little bit. There were reports that he said he wanted out, but there, was report, there wasn't reports saying, I'm not going to report the training camp or I'm not going to come back. Well, no, it wasn't that. There was a little bit of reports, but it didn't come from him, and he didn't say it's not my responsibility to up my trade value. Oh, that's another that. thing. Like, yeah, there's all these different things that Simmons said and did that thing uh, that makes him like much more of a piece. No, of there's shit. no coming back for Simmons. He's done. Like now, on, now that move, their next move. focus got to be at least get some type of value for him because I don't give a shit, man. I you know part I don't of me, care what they get for him. Yeah. Part of, part of me wants him to sit and rot. Yeah, sit and rot for years. On like I, I almost want the I mean, Sixers it, it, to sacrifice it, 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 a championship just to have him have to rot for three years. I mean, of it's his easy career. to sit and rot when you're making thirty three fucking million. I was gonna say he's still getting paid. Well, I mean, he gets fined if he's if he's not willing to play. I mean, but he ain't getting fined thirty three million. He might. No, he's not. What's he, what was his contract? One hundred forty eight or something. It's thirty three million a year. And what, ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is enough of a. Yeah. S- snake that he probably would be fine sitting out and getting paid. You're a snake in the grass. <laughs> you fuck you. So, anyway, can we move on? Yeah. Fuck you. I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. But he's not, fuck trying, to, he's not trying to help us. How many pieces of pizza have you eaten in the past minute? Okay. I only had one. There's still uh, more in there. He's I'm eating fries. fries. I'm eating fries. I'm hungry because I'm aggravated. Yeah. You're hangry. Yeah. I am hangry. He's I, very hangry. I am very hangry. I'm good now. He's settling yeah. out. Yeah, I'm settling down. We're doing the show. I'm good. Right, we we had some shit before the show. It fucking made my blood boil. Um, <laughs> and Gary didn't help. No, Gary did not help. I didn't do nothing. I tried Stop to calm him down. Exactly. Yeah, you tried to calm him down, and you made him much more angry by calming him down. What did I do? You told him to calm down when he was really upset. I told him to take a, fucking, take a step away. To be, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. So... Let's talk fuck, some. Fuck you, Mike. A drunk guy telling another drunk fuck guy you. to calm down never works out well. Yeah, you're 100% right. <laughs> Bruh. 
Mike's basically saying. I say, that's enough. So, <laughs> so let's move on. Let's move on to the Eagles. All right, we got a lot to get to tonight. We got, we got. Uh, we got to still talk Phillies too. We got. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. we got Phillies. Oh, fuck yeah. All right. Oh, let's do Eagles. Eagles lost a tough one to the 49ers last week. Um, it was a really tough one. I got to be honest with you. It was. Um, it was an awful loss. Yeah, it, was. it wasn't an awful loss. <laughs> it was, man. It sucked to lose, but it wasn't an awful. It wasn't like well, losing yeah, it wasn't 24. Like it lost like a field goal or something. Yeah, it's not like you were up 24 nothing to Carolina yeah. and you blew the lead like they did two like, years ago like, or last like, year. Do you need a fucking GPS up your ass? Who? What kind of wide receiver steps out of fucking bounds? Right. Who steps out of fucking bounds? Hold on, man. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. Uh, he he was he was pushed. Now he's yeah, got to he do a better job. Pushed. No, he's got to do. Don't, like, I didn't. I didn't oh, see the play. No, Gary Bonnick says go Niners. Come on, man. Oh. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh. What are you doing? Oh. Oh, all of a sudden, the nine one six comes out of the woodwork. We haven't heard from him in a while. All of a sudden, now, yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. How about that? Peterson said it could have been worse. I agree with him. I, I could have been. Look, I, I don't think it was as bad as the um, defense played well. Obviously. They shut down Kittle, big time. What do they have? The second most points given, at least second given? least points given up. All yeah, two Car- and Carolina's first or something were first before the list. And they played yeah. the Jets and God well, knows who they. Let's go. Let's game. go right at it. Dave Peterson said, "Why did you attempt the Philly special? What was that?" So it wasn't the Philly special. No, it was. That wasn't really. Philly. It wasn't the Philly special. It was a. It was. <laughs> it wasn't the same play. It was a similar play to be. You know. To, to be, be fair. fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Um, but you got a wide receiver catches a pass for ninety-one fucking yards. You either score on that play or you get a touchdown. And you didn't. One or the other. Yeah. Still, you got nothing. So that ninety-one yard play to Quez Watkins is the longest play in Philadelphia Eagles history, for, not to result not, in a nothing. touchdown. For nothing. Or not to result in a touchdown. That's, that's, amazing. that's zero points. They didn't even score at all. Yeah, no points yeah. at all. Yep. That was pretty embarrassing. So was. I'm going to say this. Okay, because we talked about it a couple minutes ago about Sirianni and and how he was was still you know talking about his his uh, play and how he's upset about it. he is going to calm the fuck down. He is going to learn from his mistakes. It's his second game as a head coach in the NFL. But you know how you know how the Eagles fans are, bro. I don't care. I, I disagree with a lot point. of them. That's so- my point. We are so fucking reactive to everything. I'm watching the game. I'm going, all right, a lot of people didn't expect us to win. Should we have won that game? Absolutely, we should have won that game. But I am, I'm looking at this going, it's growing pains. It's growing pains. I agree. The whole offense is growing pain. I mean, you have a rookie wide receiver. Quez Watkins is a second-year wide, second wide receiver Jaylen on the Rager's other side. Jalen Rager is a second-year. Your entire second wide receiving core yeah. is young. Okay, Goddard, so it's in third year. No, he's like fourth, isn't he? Is he? Whatever. I mean, Goddard, Goddard's a Probably his third because he's been hurt for most of it. Uh, <laughs> Jalen Hurts has only started in five games to this point or six games to that point, right? right. So calm the fuck down. Right, right. We are I, not a Super Bowl contender. No one predicted us to be in the Super Bowl. It is growing pains. Calm down. Yeah, that's as that's, Aaron Rodgers said a few years back. R E L A X. Yeah, but so, yeah. I mean, if these are the same people that were saying that they're going to finish six and eleven, 
And they're going to bitch nine. about it. They're going to complain about yeah. like a loss to uh, one of the teams that's considered to be one of the playoff caliber teams. Yeah, I mean they're traveling yeah, across. They're, they're traveling across the country, which is tough. Yeah, um, one o'clock game. One o'clock game. Too. One o'clock game. Yeah, All I mean right. there's there's a couple different things. Like the, setup, was, the perfect setup was there for the Eagles. The perfect recipe for you know to steal one from that in that game, but. Just, uh. Yeah, it was, it was a perfect setup. Yeah, they just, mean, they, this is remember what I said back earlier when we were doing predictions. What we were the mo- least are most afraid of. That almost is part of it, right there. Is inex- you know inexperience to win close games. Yeah, you know, so that that's one that that's gonna that could come back to you know come back to haunt them. I mean, you got end. you got right. a quarterback. He's playing what his fifth game. No, I know. Yeah, it's, I know. It's I get it. Star, yeah. saying, fifth game. Oh, that's, is a star. that's my point. You know, it's it, these guys don't have enough experience. Like you just got done saying about the wide receiving core. You know, they're everybody's young. So like and. Sean was saying this. I, I wasn't even mad. Like, I was kind of like, I usually am pissed after a loss. But I'm just saying to myself, it's, it was better than them getting blown out. That's how I look at it. They were in that game the whole time. Yeah. They, they had a chance to beat one yeah. of the teams that should, well, probably in the, I, mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know if they're in the playoffs. They should be I, I can't get a read on them yet. I can't tell because all, all the running backs are hurt now. Yeah. So, you know, I, I still can't get a read on Garoppolo. That defense, still dance around that Lance, defense so. and the coach, they're a good team. They had a ton of injuries last year. Garoppolo's a terrible quarterback. Man. He's not a terrible quarterback. He's, he, he's an he's an he's adi- a game manager. He's an adequate quarterback. Yeah. He's a game manager. Doesn't make him terrible. So someone brought up a good point during the week, and they said, "I'm so tired of people in this town thinking you need a star quarterback to win a Super Bowl." You don't. Who do we win the Super Bowl with? Well, we won it with Nick Foles. We won it with Nick Foles, right? Um. If you, you think ain't back, saying not negative about that guy. I'm right? not, <laughs> but think back, okay. Eli won two quarterback, uh, two Super Bowls. Is Eli a star quarterback in this league? Right. Yeah. So take Tom, Tom Brady. Obviously, is a star quarterback. Tom Brady's that you know all time great. Uh, someone just said Trent. Uh, actually, someone Trent mentioned Dilfer. Trent Dilfer won, Trent a, Dilfer, yeah, for example. won a Super Bowl. Um, it, it helps. It helps to have a star quarterback. I mean, typically, game Joe Flacco is not a star quarterback. Joe Flacco yeah. won his Super Bowl. Joe Flacco was a little bit better back in the early part of his career, but he wasn't a star. No, he was young. Um, Does Jalen Hurts have more athletic ability than Joe Flacco? Yes. Well, I yeah. mean, athletic ability, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I so, mean, so I'm not saying that they can't. I'm not saying. I'm that not trying. I'm not. Get yeah. on you, Mike. I'm, I'm no. I'm I mean, make- Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying that he is. I'm not predicting that he will be. But nobody's just like, why can't Jalen Hurts be a star caliber quarterback? We don't know yet. It's unlikely, probably. Right. But you know, is we don't know what Jalen Hurts is yet, and and that's okay. But what people are trying to say is, you know, think about all the all the players. Who have played in the past few, you know, not not Tom Brady, Tom Brady not included. Some of the quarterbacks who have played in the last, you know, fifteen years in Super Bowls, and the majority, you know, how many of them are not considered star quarterbacks? There are other factors who, that, that play into this. Well, you know what the the one factor that plays into this more than anything and comes into play with Flacco. Comes into play with was Mahomes as a soul. Mahomes, even when he was Garoppolo, a played in a Super Bowl. Garoppolo, I'm not saying I'm not saying won a Super Bowl. No, played no, no. in a Super Bowl. But my point is, 
a, a lot of the teams that play in the Super Bowl have young quarterbacks mm-hmm. on a rookie salary. Mm-hmm. That might have more to do with. I mean, that and the and the running back position is another thing that I I, I think we talked about it last year. I had a list of guys running backs on rookie salary contracts and how they won a Super Bowl and everyone who overpays for those running backs, how many of them have won a Super Bowl? And it's slim. It's, it's like minute. Like yeah, the I percentage mean, is so small. It's not even funny. The same thing applies to quarterbacks with the exception of guys like Tom Brady. Tom Brady's won seven Super Bowls, okay? He's played in, what, ten? Yeah, Tom Brady's the exception. In the last 20 years. So, like, that's... But, there's, but everyone else, yeah, I mean... Mahomes is now in two. Mahomes Rogers, is a star. Mahomes is a star. Right. Mahomes is a star. Rodgers only has one Super Bowl. Only played Drew in two, Brees. Right? Drew Brees only has one Super Bowl ring. Right. Like, think about Russell Wilson probably only has one, right? He has one Super Bowl. Most all these guys have played in only two like because they're getting paid so much, the rest of the team can't they can't carry the rest of the team. These are guys who are who are highly regarded as the stars of the game. They have one Super Bowl. Drew Brees, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Peyton Manning won two, yes, but second was his last year in right. the league, and he had nothing left. It wasn't, uh, and I'm not taking it with him anyway, anything away from Peyton Manning. But Peyton Manning, for for 18 years, is uh, 18 years of his career, won one Super Bowl. You know, so so like these guys, right? You know, you, know, you don't have to have a stud star. Top of the line quarterback to win a world uh, to, to win a Super Bowl. So what makes what makes the people hate Jalen Hurts so much? I, I I don't know. I I don't get it. That's what I'm trying to. That's I think that's my whole thing. Like what I'm trying to get at here. This is why I don't go on social media. Yeah, you're you're better off, dude. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't I don't even see that. I I don't I don't see it because I don't go on social media either. So I mean I don't know. How, I don't really see people all the hate, hate for him, Trent. He they hate him. They hate Jalen Hurts. They hate Jalen Hurts. I don't. I don't get it. They're waiting for him. Either, they're but. waiting for him to fail. They're waiting for him to fail. I have another. Well, gave, th- I have another theory Wentz, on it, but it's not Wentz good for the, the show. All the time in the world. That's the thing with Wentz. You know. <laughs> right. Wentz was the fucking yeah. savior. And look, look. Yeah. I mean, we we you know, there, Wentz showed a lot of signs. Wentz had the stats. Right. Wasn't like the first like so many stat you know so many starts that his numbers compared to fifth best of all time and all this stuff. Yeah. But man, I, you know there was other things that alarmed you, and that there was there was there was uh, a point last year where I stood up. I, I'll never forget. I stood up and, said, and I, there were kids in the room. And I said, "The loudest I can scream is he stinks," you know. And I got a look and went, "Oh shit!" That's the first time you said anything bad about him. I said, "I'm done." Like he he can't do anything he can't do anything right. There's something wrong with this guy mentally. There's something so, wrong with him. On the bright yeah. side for the Eagles, and I know this is really early. Um, both Miami Dolphins and Indianapolis Colts are out too. That is true, and that is that is good picks. for the Eagles because you know and really? both have injured. Well, I mean, we want Wentz to play. Um, Were you smoking a like stogie might, there, Callie? Yeah, he nice. might be. I always say the good ones for the shows. If I do. Good for you, man. Good yeah. for you. He, um, it looks like Wentz might play, and as they're zero two, hopefully they get enough starts in and stay competitive enough to where they're not going to. But Miami just lost Tua, and mm-hmm. and they're um, they're not looking good. No, they're they're nah. in a little bit of trouble. 
So that could end up being a really good pick. <laughs> this draft might be really good for them next year. Right. Yeah. And they need a good draft. Not even not even including their own pick, right? The team's right. getting so, old. Yeah. The defense. Well, I mean, the defense and the offensive yeah. line, they could probably. Yeah, I mean, exactly. They yeah. Both lines. Three first round old. picks is a possibility, dude. Right. This is, that's nuts. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the talking about, I mean, getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, um, the injuries are starting to pile up already. Yeah, yes. this is injury list. That's not good. Yeah, so uh, Malata is going to most likely be out for Monday. So, <coughs> maybe well, more. That's a good segue, Mike. Uh, let's talk about the Cowboys game this weekend. It's Cowboys week, yeah. Cowboys week, Dallas week. Oh, I got I to gotta bring it up. Um, Cow- yeah, I know. I know. Thanks. Uh, it's Cowboys <laughs> week this week. And, uh, you know, like you said, they, they have a they, – they have injuries, pro, you know, piling up, and Malata has a tough task this week, but he might be out, so you might be looking at um, Andre Dillard this week. And how, how do you feel and about a rookie? That? Landon Dickerson is going to be. Uh, Landon uh, Dickerson is starting. Starting. He yeah. is, Brandon Brooks. He is Brandon Brooks start. got hurt again, yeah. which ends up being a that contract end up ends up being disastrous because every year of the contract yeah. that he's been on there. You know, I don't blame them for doing it. They had to do it. I'm not blaming Howie for – at the time, he was the best guard in the league. Yep. You had to make the move. But it's it's not it's as, not working out. As my two-year-old at the time, son, said. Yes, they do, Connor. Yes, I mean, they do. Uh, I got to listen to that one more time because he's so cute. That uh, he was like two years old when don't, he said like, that. Don't any of these players play through injuries anymore? Like – the fuck? Yeah, like, but they're like, saying it's a knee injury, dude. Like, dude, he's a big dude. Like, he's wrap a, it up. No, wrap Gar- it up. Gar- I guarantee you that there's there's a reason he's out. Like, he's not. They're not gonna. You know, this isn't gonna be. Gary, you're trying to say just toss the panties. Is that what you're trying to say, Gar? You're trying to say he has a, a vagina? No, I'm not. I'm, but I'm, what I'm saying is Zach Ertz is out, right? Peterson just, you know, Zach Ertz is positive with COVID, so yes. he's out. So he you might got, actually be back in time. You have, go, you have Goddard. He's still got, if he gets two positive tests on Saturday and Sunday, he can play. Yeah. No, that's true. Like, don't these guys play for the love of the game anymore? I mean, what no. the fuck, no. man? No, they don't. Well, what's the matter? What's the matter, guy? Come on. Stale we, beer. Let's give you stale we, beer. We need that big guy, dude. We need him. Yeah, you do. Yeah, but he's hurt. He's not, he's not going to be effective anyways. All he's got to do yeah. is stand there, Cal. He's fucking seven fucking foot tall, 395 <laughs> pounds. You know? You know? Like, what right. the fuck? I want him out there, too. Yeah, I get it, though, man. Like, uh, like a big guy like that has a knee injury. You can't, you can't jeopardize this fucking injury. I get it. So we got a ton of shit to get to tonight. Like, I, I, you know. And, right. And, and, and we still got this story. Did you get this? Yeah, and we have we you have, might have to you might have to do that one. Okay, we have Jalen Hurts, and he's he's learning as he's going. But what I've seen from him, he's not he's not reading his progressions. You know, he looks at his first read, he gets uh, to his first read, the first read ain't there, and he runs. He's gone. I I disagree a little bit. All right. I don't think it's quite that bad. I will say this about I'm Jalen, not, and I'm not no no no. no. I I I totally understand. I will say this. I don't think it is it's that. He's held. He's he's standing back there a lot, with a lot of time, and he has time to make his reads. Um, when he runs, though, like I, some of them have been playing runs. Okay, so some of them I can tell. I'm like, it's third and two. Oh, he's running. 
and yeah, he knows. Like in the side. Right, exactly, yeah, Cali. He he's like, as soon as he goes back, boom, gone. He's not making yeah. any reads. He's he knows yeah. he's looking for a hole and running for it. Okay, so I'll get to this. And then giggity, giggity, giggity. Against the 49ers, the the second half, where were the passes to the wide receivers? There wasn't one. And the whole entire game, there wasn't one pass in the that middle. That was that was a concern because the, no passes I think, down. I the think middle. it was like a minute and thirty left in the first half is the last time a, a wide receiver called a pass. That is concerning. More concerning to me, though. So this is what I was trying to get at. If you look at his his, his pass chart, hardly anything is in the middle of the field. Nothing. Yeah. Hardly. No. So, that, so that's that, a concern. That, that's, it was six and a half percent. But is that coaching? Is that him yeah, I, not? Tight ends, what, the tight ends didn't get involved until the third quarter. Is that, he afraid to throw an interception over the middle of the field? I mean, is it is it coaching or is it um, that he doesn't trust the tight ends? For I think he, you know what I, you know what I think it is. I think he looks at speed. He has Quez, and he has Devontae Smith on the outsides. Now is Smith's fast. He's pretty quick. He's pretty fast. Like he's yeah, quick. He's, he's yeah. pretty quick. He's not like Deshaun yeah. Jackson face, but he's pretty quick. Right. So I think he's looking the outside first. Boom, 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 boom nothing. And yeah. I'm looking for a hole and I'm taking off. Right. You know, and So is that not him going through his progressions? Yeah. I think it is. I mean now again I, I'm, I'm not trying to I'm, I'm not saying you're hundred percent wrong. I maybe he needs to be a little now I don't know how much more patient he can be. I mean that the offensive line's held up pretty well. And he's he's made nice slides in the pocket. He's he's you know he's done a nice job of getting out of trouble. He was sat once against the Forty Nineers defense listen, last week. Who's a really good defense, a really good front. Yeah. He was yeah. sat only once. What, what That's I wanna, good. What I want to see from him, I want to see from him. He makes that fucking difficult pass and and he's hit. You know what I mean? And yeah. You know what? Yeah. I saw I saw enough in week one where he got slammed and made a touchdown pass to to Goddard. I mean that was a fucking. Yeah. Yeah, that that was up there with with you know the best pass that Wentz ever threw, was was last year actually coincidentally was the one that Miles Sanders in the back of the end zone was in my opinion was the best pass he ever threw. I mean, I've seen a few of mine. It, the window was this big and the back of the end zone. He yeah, made I know exactly it. when you're right. He threw it, yeah. it the needle, and 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 Hertz already did that. Like Hertz already like. You know, there was nothing to throw out there, and he and he he did a similar throw, if not better. I, I just I I think his deep pass is a little concerning. He underthrew he underthrew um, Smith on the one. Um, there was a few. Yeah, yeah. I know in a preseason well, he this weekend he'll have plenty of chances to throw because Cowboys defense sucks. So that's, <laughs> that's, well, I mean, that, that's what we're seeing, Cowboy. But against the Eagles, yeah. they they might have a game of their fucking career. Yeah. Well, let's let's do it. Let's let's give our predictions here. Um, so before we do that, we do it every week. I think it's the best way to give our predictions. We kind of go through the go through the games, the right. offense versus defense, both yeah, sides. Yeah, Eagles offense versus Dallas's defense. Um, who do you give the edge to here? I guess. Go ahead, Sean. Nah, you got you good. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I guess, ever so slightly, the. Uh, the Eagles' offense, um, they're they're young and inexperienced, but Dallas's defense is not very good. Got a couple guys on the defensive line. Micah looks like he might be pretty decent. Um, linebacking core still solid. Who, who, uh, Micah, Secondary. Who still, also said he's coming for Hurts. Right. Well, you know that's that's fine. You know he uh, 
Brandon Graham is rookie year. He said he was going to whisper. As a defensive end, as a linebacker, line, he was a non-factor last week. All right, so Mike, Mike Parsons say whatever the fuck he wants to say. I, I guarantee you he's not sacking Jalen Hurts. I'm going to put money on it and say he will not get a sack against Jalen Hurts this week. I'm fine well, with that. I'll put money on that. See what the line is? He's not a fucking defensive lineman. The fuck out of here with that. No, he's a linebacker. Yes, yeah. he's small. So we're going. We're going Eagles offense against Dallas defense. I'm taking Eagles offense. Uh, Dallas's offense against the Eagles defense. I'll, right. t- I'll take the Eagles offense with the with the run game against Dallas's. Uh, okay. Cali. Defense. I I if we're going Eagles offense against the Cowboys defense. You said. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to sandwich both the, the Atlanta game and last week's game, and that's like I just. Uh, on the road in Dallas, Hurts is real first spotlight. I just I don't know. Right. I I think they're going to struggle. I hate yeah, to say it. You know it's funny, Cal, because I I said the same thing to somebody. Back, back comeback game. Oh, so, and someone said to me, "Oh, that doesn't matter." I'm like, what do you mean it doesn't matter? Primetime games mean does. mean yeah. a lot to these players. I just I think they're I think I'm not going to get my prediction. I mean, I will till the end or whatever. But right, I just yeah, yeah. I have a feeling the offense is going to struggle. If it was at home, different story. But like I said, it's under the bright lights in Dallas. Like you don't get any bigger than that, really, on Monday night. So it's, I I think it evens out, honestly. Okay, uh, I don't d- give the edge to the Eagles this one. Dallas's offense, Cal. We're gonna start with you. Dallas, Dallas's offense against the Eagles defense. Yeah, I, I Cowboys. I I think they're they have they have still you know Zeke, and then that now they're using Pollard even more. Mm-hmm. And Pollard, and, uh, Pollard's been a beast. Yeah, that's what I mean. So now you got two guys you got to worry about, and that that's not good. <laughs> so, it's definitely yeah. concerning, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then you still have Cooper. I mean, they're, they're still loaded. Gallup, Lambs. Coop, Cooper's questionable. They got weapons all over the field. And like I said, it's Prescott's uh, comeback game, so they're going to be hyped. We had trouble going to CeeDee Lamb last Gallup. week. Yeah, don't forget yeah. about CeeDee Lamb. Wait, his, is this? His numbers are above. We had, we had trouble yeah. against CeeDee Lamb last So, wait a second. This is their home opener? It is. Yeah. yeah. They had two away games to start the season. Yes. Oh, that's brutal. Um. Yeah. Um. I'm going. I, I'm going to Ellis's offense. I think the Eagles' defense is decent. It. I, I, well, I mean, obviously they've they've let up the second most. So they're a good defense. But I mean, does I, Barnett make a bonehead play? <laughs> speaking of, thank you for bringing it up. Last week, yeah, really. Derek Barnett yeah. committed a personal foul for no fucking reason at all. Douchebag. Which may zero, have co- zero. Which zero. may have cost him the game last week. Yeah. Because then you get the ball back with five minutes left. Instead, you give him a first down, and now you get the ball back with two minutes left. Douchebag. Less than two minutes left. That may have been a difference in that game. Derek Barnett, I, I, I got to be honest with you, I'm, I'm at like 99.9% done yeah. with him. I, I he's He's been disappointing. I mean, sure. he'll always... He'll yeah, always he, have the strip. Yeah, like, his mom should have left that shiver and moist on the bed. No, what? Dude... <laughs> He was a. He was probably the, one of the biggest reasons he won us the Super Bowl. And hold on, take how, it fucking back. I'm not gonna go that hold on, <laughs> and take what it a, fucking back. Hold on, and what about? I take it back. I'm sorry. And, and the other thing, the officiating. Someone brought up earlier. I think it might have been. Oh, actually, Dave brought up. Dave Peterson brought up. I hate to be that guy, but officiating has been concerning. Yeah, it's concerned it's me already. Bad. There was a low hit that caused a fumble too. Now here's oh. the thing: the running back's head was already heading down. And then the defender came in yeah. low. Kevin Wallace. What are you? Uh, yeah. What are you supposed to do? 
That was on Sermon, right? The Trey Sermon. One. It was Trey Sermon, not the mail. Yeah. What are yeah. you supposed to do? There's nothing I mean, you can do. You can't. You can't pause it. Pause like it's a video game and I think mean, about I, what you're gonna I do. I looked at it. I thought. It, I thought it was a clean hit. Yeah. It, it wasn't a clean hit by slow motion. It was definitely helmet to helmet. Yeah. The Sermon was already going down, and Wallace was already heading down. Right. So. Mm-hmm. I, Incidental contact. Is there supposed to be like I, I think in something like that, there should be like like almost like the um like an instant replay MLB play. where they can they can go on their own and say we're gonna review this where it's not coach's yeah. challenge. That's something because that's a personal foul. That's a big time penalty and it's a penalty can go against a player that can get them ejected. Right. That's a player that's a play I in my opinion. That now do you want to make be, a long do you want to make be, the game longer though? But it's how many times does that happen again? It though? wasn't a deliberate. I'm going to try to hurt this player. Like, hey. That only happens a couple, like maybe once or twice a game, where something like that happens. If yeah. there's a clear call, helmet to helmet, it's no. I saw it. If there's no, I'm going to go. Uh, but I that don't being know. said, it's, Sean, be tough it, to draw it's, it's a thin line. You got to protect your players. You got to protect well, what, the players. Okay, so uh, 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 hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Let's just say. Trey Sermon is the one who gets up, and Wallace is the one who's down. And Sermon er, and Wallace is the one who gets the penalty for hitting him low. But Wallace is the one who's hurt, and Sermon is up walking around. He's fine, and now you just you gain 15 yards, and Sermon's fine, and your player is the one who's hurt. When Sermon is the one who's already dropping down. This is what I mean, Sean. Like it's a thin line, and it's up to your ref and and your officials to make and, that. And that's why that I think. Then that's why that's why I'm proposing. Like I'm, I'm proposing this that in a case like a 15 yard penalty, a personal foul penalty where it's a helmet to helmet hit when it's not that obvious. Oh, well, a personal that, foul is considered a deliberate, and that was not deliberate. No, it wasn't. That was not deliberate. No. And that and that was another place. There was Derek Barnett who started the fucking fire, and mm-hmm. that hit by Wallace, which I felt wasn't intentional at no. all. Yeah, it basically stoked the fire, poking the bear. Uh, and you know that and that calls them a game. And then, of course, someone else mentioned. Uh, someone else mentioned here somewhere on here on the chat room. Both clocks showed zero, and they got the quarterback sneak off to get the first down. It should have been a five yard penalty for a delay. But game. I mean that. That being uh, said, I mean you're going to have bad calls on both sides of the fucking line. You have to be able to overcome that, and you really do. And if you took the opportunities that you had before that before that, that happened, you're still in good shape to win the game. Peterson said, what about the, the horse collar on Quez Watkins? Horse collar and a face mask. Yep. Yes, it was. Both. Both. Yeah, both. They, should have the, they should have the ball at the one-yard line. Yes. Yep. But again. Hey, you know what, though? I'm not I'm, – no. Sometimes a call goes your way. Sometimes sound, it don't. We sound like we're a bunch of bitches, but we're not bitching about the officiating. The no. officiating didn't cost them the game. No. This, no. The, the Eagles cost themselves the game. I mean, yeah. the, the, the play you know. calling caused the game. All right, we got to do predictions because we got to move on. Predictions for Eagles Cowboys. Let's do it. I mean, I, 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 I just don't think the Eagles are able to get past Dak Prescott throwing for over 400 yards, which he, he, he does. That's what he does. I'm going to take Dallas here against the Eagles 24 to 14. Mike, um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going Dallas. Um, I'm gonna go. 
35-24. So I think that Dallas wins pretty pretty easily. 35 I points against the Eagles defense? I assume that's a lot of points. It man. is a lot of points, but I, I kind of feel like this game's going to be a little bit of a shootout type game. I don't I know mean, what it is. I'm, I mean, we can't hate him for his thoughts. Um, I'm not. I'm just, you know, that's a lot of points. It yeah, is a lot of points. I, I think that then I'll have Brandon Graham. I, I think that, you know, CeeDee Lamb's good, mm. Gallup's. I don't know. I, I just I, I think that I, I think that the the Eagles defense is it gets big, shown that they're not quite. They're you not know, this there isn't, yet. This isn't San Fran. This isn't Atlanta's offense. This is this is a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're going to be okay. So Mike's scared. Like like Dak Prescott's averaging four hundred plus. <laughs> Mike's scared. Just and, say in Mike. his past. Just seven say you're games. scared. I, I like, mean, even before he was say, hurt. Mike's scared. Just say. Just you're say scared. Say it. Scared? Say you're scared. Say you're scared. Just say you're scared. <laughs> you're scared. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared they're going to lose this game. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, great. You feel better now, don't you? Uh, Peter, Dave Peterson said they're going to win 21-20. The Eagles are going to win 21-20? That's what Good. he said. All Callie, right. what do you think? Uh, I think it's going to be one of those games where it's going to be. It's just a slop. No, I, no actually, no, I think the Cowboys, I, I think it's going to be the Cowboys are going to come out just. Looks like they're going to blow the game away, and the Eagles are going to pick it up in the second half, and they're going to make it close. But I don't, I don't think they're going to win. So I'm, I'm thinking like 34-28 to where the Eagles make. You know, they're going to be down by three or four touchdowns and make a comeback. I just don't see him pull it off on the road. So 34-28 is like four points different. I just five don't. points different for me, and yet you know. No, I'm no, no I'm shit. scared. I'm scared too. Okay. All right. Well, all right. There <laughs> well, we go. Yeah, I, 34 points. That's a lot of fucking points, man. Booch. Booch, uh, Joe Bucci with the Booch bomb says 27, 24 birds. Man, in Dallas? Oof. Yeah, I I, uh, I got to go with you guys. I think the Eagles lose. Um, I guess you don't think they score 35. No, they don't score 35 against this defense. The Eagles defense is better than that, um, even without Brandon Graham, even at home. I But I, I think they lose 27, 21. I, I think it's something yeah, like that. Um, yeah. No, not much different. It. I understand, but, it's a tough but I think it's a closer game. Like, I, you know, I think it's a tight game. The, these teams always play each other well. I just think they they fall a little bit short. I think they, the Eagles have a uh, another competitive game. I they think. fight, right? Yeah, they fight. Yeah, and I don't think no team blows each other out. That's that no. it's gonna be it's gonna be somewhat close, but okay. I just don't think the Eagles are gonna pull it off, especially on the road. If it was at home, different story. Polsky said, "Fuck Dallas." Eagles twenty six twenty one. So hey, Polsky, uh, almost twenty six. What are they get a safety? Almost. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's some two point in there. And Polsky said, "Tight, giggity, giggity, tight, giggity. tight, tight, well, tight." You got a tight little he man likes, likes pussy on you, don't you? His little ass. Yeah, tight <laughs> little man pussy. All right, so let's do our picks. It stinks. Where are you going, Mike? Take a oh, shit. All right. So let's do our picks for this week. Uh, we're going to blow threes, all right? We're going to blow. I, I don't want to waste too much time here. So um, Washington takes on Buffalo in Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Mm. Yeah, Washington I, with uh, – oh, That's uh, right. We're supposed to be making our picks on the uh, thing. Yeah, yep. I like Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. Cleveland is hosting Chicago. This uh, is a little bit of a tough one. Justin Fields is starting. Uh, yeah. Is Justin Fields going to take care of the Browns defense? Oh, it's too young. He's too young in his career. I say no. I, hey, I Fields took the lead. I say no. I yeah, say Fields Browns. Four one, and now they're yeah. on five four. Yeah. Fighting back again. Browns. Fighting Browns. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm taking Bears. I mean, you're taking, you're the taking Bears? The Bears. Yeah, uh, Baker's got a bad shoulder. 
Odell Beckham's coming back. I just he's he never seems to he's so he. I just have a feeling this is a trap game. I just think Fields is gonna have a good enough game to win it. He's gonna be able to run. Andy Dalton's terrible. Yeah, so I just have this weird yeah, feeling. Yeah, I, I hear that. I, I just think that this is a Chubb weird game. Feeling. I think Chubb just annihilates that defense. Chubb. That, that's, yeah. that's where I, I'm on the middle of. But Chubb. I just, I just Dave, Dave Montgomery's not bad either. No. Chubb. Yeah, so. Oh, I didn't even pick the goddamn game on Thursday. I, I'm so oh, – I'm a mess. Well, I got to win there. Um, what the Ravens fuck? go to Detroit. Uh, Ravens. Ravens 1-1, one one, Detroit 0-2. I actually thought about I thought about taking Detroit in this for no. for a split second. I went, it's Detroit. Lamar's yeah. banged up. Lamar's banged up yeah. a little bit. But I can't see how the Ravens lose this game. Detroit. No, nah, I'm going I'm going Ravens. Uh, I'm I might so, I might change that. I, I might actually take Detroit, but I am gonna go Ravens on the for for this broadcast. I'm still kicking myself that I didn't make the fucking pick on Thursday. Yeah, it was an easy one. Yeah, I just didn't log in to pick it. This one's a little tough. Um, Wentz practice today, so Wentz <laughs> Wentz might play. Uh, Colts are zero and two, taking on the Titans who are one one. That's a double ankle, a double ankle, a double ankle dynasty right there. He's walking around with two walking boots, <laughs> like a robot. Yeah, I'm going. T- I'm going Tennessee. I go Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's gonna roll. Yeah, AJ Brown, Julio Jones. They're not stopping them guys. Yeah, I go to Tennessee. I played against Derrick Henry last week. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was a great time. That must have been fun to watch. Yeah, that was was great to play against Fantasy. That was was a good time. And who throws an interception uh, with a pitch? With someone who had Tom Brady. Aaron Jones. Hold on, Tom Brady. uh, Hold on, Tom Brady and Derrick Henry on one team and then facing against (laughs) Derrick Henry on another. And somehow, I lost both games. (laughs) What? Yeah, Fantasy football fucking blows. Okay. Holy crap. Oh yeah, the Aaron Jones. Yeah, if Aaron if, Jones scores four touchdowns, yeah. three receiving. Yeah, that that that. Yeah, that, if, that, if one of those goes to Devontae Adams, we both end up winning. That's actually true. Yep. Yeah. Of course. All right. Uh, Chargers take on the Chiefs in Kansas. It's not City. funny. Fuck you, Kelly. <laughs> Chiefs. 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 The panties. Sorry. Chargers against the Chiefs. 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 Yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs. Yep. Uh, Saints take on New England in New England. Saints. I'm I'm going New England. Mm. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that whole Saints offense. They just they have Camaras. I think Camaras still a little banged up. They have no receivers. I mean they 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 need enough to get that first win week one. But I just don't in New England. That's tough. Yeah. New England's defense not bad. They have you know, they still have the running game. I mean minus the quarterback, they're not that bad. Still Janu Smith, Hunter Henry. Okay. Kobe Myers, you know, that's yeah. enough to beat the Saints. I'm going to go New England, but that's a tough one. It was a tough one. I actually, I'm a, I fought with this a little bit. Um, I just think that Winston comes back. And I think, I know, I, man, I, fucking the Saints are hard, like, uh, on the road. And fucking the, Winston. Yeah. Yeah, like, in the where's, open. Where's, where's but fucking Marlboro? I'm, I'm going with the, <laughs> I'm going with the Saints. Uh, Falcons, Giants. Pass me a Winston. This was an easy one for me. You know was why? it? Yeah, Falcons. Because they both suck. So why is so it? So what easy? do you what do you do when there's two teams that suck? You take the home team. That's right. I take the Giants and teaser because we do we do short shit, you know, fans, <laughs> for the fantasy fans, and we're gonna do it after uh, we have uh, SG Carter on short shit on. 
I picked up Daniel Jones, and I'm starting him this week over Ryan That's Tannehill. That's a good pick. That's over pick. Ryan Tannehill. Wow, because yep. yeah, the Colts got a pretty decent defense. And I'm yeah. starting Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has been averaging like 80 yards on the ground. Yeah, you get the running so. running yard right away. It's an eight point eight point yeah. uh, jump right off What's the bat. Next game. Exactly. What do you pick? Fuck Daniel Jones. Fuck out of here. Whatever. All right. Well, Bengals Steelers. How about that? I like the Steelers. Put that in your pipe and you smoke it. You I'm like the Steelers? Right now. Why? Why do you like that? Okay. I'll smoke it right now. I'm taking the Bengals. Really? Yep. Bengals in Pittsburgh. Why? Yeah. Because Joe Burrow is going to light up that defense. They're banged ben, up. And Roethlisberger's banged up. He's Roth, got a bad Roethlisberger's banged up, too. I, I, like this, I like the Bengals in the game. Huh, I actually thought that the Steelers' defense was pretty good. So I, I'm gonna go I can see Jamar Chase going nuts this weekend. I like Jamar Chase. Don't say that. Because I, 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 I'm starting. <laughs> I, hold on. I'm starting Debo. I'm starting Debo Samuel. Debo. Hide your shit. Oh, Debo's coming. Debo's coming. <laughs> I'm starting Debo over Jamar Chase, and it's a tough – because, uh, hold on, Cal. Who else am I sitting? Uh, Keenan Allen. Um, wow. Justin Ooh. Jefferson or DJ Moore, who already played, who already scored 23 points. Who else am I sitting? <laughs> Debo or Jamar Chase, who are you going to start? Debo is facing I know. Green Bay. And Jamar is against really, Pittsburgh's defense. T. Higgins, I think T. Higgins is out. So wait, they were at the field to chase all day because the other guy, what Tyler Boyd, is on him. I, I just, I, I just feel like he's going to chase really? all day. And yeah. San Fran has no other wide receivers though. Like, I know. Are, are I, you, I, it's, it's almost even, dude. Really it's it's such, coin. Yeah, I might have to trade yeah. one of them. What's wrong with Ayuk? Yeah, really, Ayuk hasn't done Ayuk, anything. Yeah, Ayuk. They don't even want him on. Nah, the yeah, he has first catch against the Eagles last week. Of the well, you have we have Ayuk and Robbie Anderson. No, no, I no. no Ayuk. All right. Arizona takes on Jacksonville. Arizona. Arizona. Murray's going to go crazy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right. Jets go to Denver. Denver's going to light them up. <laughs> yeah, Denver, I, I'm not a huge Denver fan, but, I mean, the Jets stink. Agreed. Bridgewater looked good. Benny and the Jets. Miami with no Tua, but it isn't an upgrade. Taking on the Raiders. Derek Carr's been hot. <laughs> So who's their quarterback? I the Raiders got and that. Josh Jacobs is probably out. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. I actually picked up. I was going to pick up Carolina's defense, but they got taken out from under me. So I picked up Vegas's defense against Miami. Peterson to Denver, by the way, on the uh, Jets game. Um, yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going to Raiders, and I was reluctantly. I was thinking maybe the Jets would get a win this week. But it's in. Dolphins always play the Raiders tough, but I I, I think it's going to be still a close game. I don't it's... think they're going to route them, but I, I think the Raiders going to win that game. Yeah, and it's in Vegas, man. That's, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's that's the edge. Uh, Tampa Bay takes on the Rams. Tampa Bay in L.A. I, I that game could be a trap game. Rams are good. It's Tom Brady. I know, <laughs> but it's Rams are good. In L.A. Like, they're so, they're both teams are so evenly matched. They're like, if you look at it on paper. I mean, obviously, which is Stafford's not Brady, but you know what I mean. It's true. You still have two great, yeah, both teams have two of the leading receivers in the in the freaking NFL. I took the Rams. I want a cup. Yeah, I agree. Cooper Cup. I took the Rams. Yeah, I'm taking the Rams. Can't, uh, Tampa Bay's defense has been on their heels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had no safeties, no corners. Nope. They're all hurt. Nope. So. I think I think the Rams outscored the Buccaneers. It's Tom Brady, bro. It doesn't matter. It's Tom Brady. 
Watch Tom Brady, they're going 17 now? Yeah, Tom Brady ain't going to win every game. He's going to yeah. lose this week. They're going to win the first one. All right, I'll yeah. go Rams. Did I heard you? Seattle goes to Minnesota. We have a couple games left. Seattle, Minnesota. This is actually a tough game. I agree. I'm actually yeah. going to institute my um, fan pick. Fan pick on this one. All right. So fan pick. Whatever Dave Peterson says, Seattle or Minnesota or Polsky or whoever else is. There's a couple people listening here live. Oh, Vik- uh, Vikings. All right. <laughs> Skull. I'm actually Dalvin Cook. I'm actually going. Yeah, I'm actually. uh, Don't say that, dude. Dalvin Cook's. He's. You might have to get get Madison. Did he practice today? I had Madison already. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't. They're just saying he he might be a game time decision. Yeah, I don't know if he practiced today. I I think he plays. He probably Uh, will. He just might not be 100. percent But dude, he's a running. He's a running back. Like he knows the plays. Yeah, he's resting all week. He's playing. I um, I go Minnesota, Green Bay, San Fran. Green Bay. I actually took Green Bay in that one too. Is that in Green Bay? No. San Fran. Oh, eh, it's still Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay. I'm taking Green Bay too. Wow, we're all taking Green Bay. That's a shocker. Yeah, that was a close. That was almost a fifty-fifty. And of course, the Monday night game. We all, I think, <laughs> most of us chose the uh, Cowboys. I got to take a piss. Um, <laughs> Choosing the Cowboys makes them have to piss. Yeah, you I know. Still, you still sit down to do that, right? Yeah, I do. Hey, he's got a vagina. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, before before we bring on our guest, fucking we have vagina. to bring this up. The Philadelphia 76ers have hired a female play-by-play announcer on the team. Um, stop. Like seriously, like, we were just you know what the fuck we're, we're trying to be. Fucking right now, stop! Don't <laughs> stop. Fucking NBC Sports. Why you Jesus like, Christ. Grab that snowboard. Kate Scott. Kate Scott is the play-by the new play- senior. Like, are you like the? Does it matter? Kate Scott is the new play-by-play announcer for the. You don't even watch basketball. Who do you? Uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts, guys? As I take a piss. God, Mike, take over. Gary doesn't. Gary clearly doesn't have a, an opinion. Is hot. <laughs> Um, yeah, she I mean, she is nice to look at. She is nice to look at. I don't. Um, I read the article. Uh, seems to have a good pedigree. He's been, um, you know, kind of been working her way towards a role like this. So, I, yeah. I you know what? I'll give her a shot. The only thing that would have been maybe nice <laughs> is <laughs> that would have been nice is um, if it was somebody more with a local um, yeah tie. I agree. I, I thought maybe they would go. Um, oh, who was the guy I was thinking of? Shit. Fuck, I can't think who it was now. But I was like, I was thinking the same exact thing. I was like, maybe they'll go with the former Sixer. I mean, they remember when they tried Eric Snow and he dude fell asleep well, during the game. Yeah, I mean, obviously <laughs> that was a disaster. So maybe that uh, that might have that might have pushed him a different way to get somebody outside. You know, the the that's, I think that's why they didn't go D line him. I don't. Eric, I'm not really Eric, sure if she was on play-by-play. Eric Snow fell asleep. But you know, I know yes. they threw a lot of names out there. Who else do they have out there that was around here? Uh, I mean, I, 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 I read the article too. I remember. I can't think who it was, but I have no problems with it. Would somebody like, like the what's it, uh, Mark? Uh, Zumov. No. 
Because he was the one that just retired. <laughs> yeah, they rehired Mark Zuboff. I know what you're talking about. Say, they get a hostile. Mark Jackson. What the fuck? Yeah, Mark Jackson. Yep. Does he have a job somewhere? Is he like a? I'm sorry, Mark Jackson. He's like a GM or something. I, <laughs> I am for real. <laughs> I guess what's his face is staying Abu Dhabi or whatever hell you say his name. Yeah, he's he's gonna be yeah. uh, he's gonna stay as a color commentator. Commentator. So yeah, I didn't, I, mean, like, I didn't like him in the beginning. I didn't, not that I like him as a pro. I didn't really like his. But he's he's grow he grew on me. Maybe I was a little I'm so bit. Used to him off. As long as he didn't grow in you. Yeah, no, I mean I, I agree. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I liked. I, he, I didn't like him in the beginning, but I think he was because he didn't really know what he was doing yet. And now I like. I like him now, so that's why. Uh, I mean, he's. I. I think he doesn't. I don't know how much he adds. Though. I mean, he's basically just rode the coattails of Zoom off, yeah. kind of like, hey, exactly. partner, yeah, whatever you, you know, whatever you say. Like, so it'll be interesting to see what his role is with somebody that's yeah. kind of newer. And Tom McGinnis, that's who I was thinking of. I was thinking they were going to go his route. Right. 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 He's supposed to want to stay with radio. He likes doing radio, so I yeah. can see that. Right. I don't know. How he, I don't know how he'd be on TV. I mean, I think he'd be. All, I think he'd be awesome because I, I, I think he'd be great on TV. Yeah, yeah. I, I would too. But but um, it's kind of like Fransky in LA. They're they're also they're radio guys. You know, what right? I mean? Yeah, yeah, I would rather have. Cool. I'd rather have them on TV than McCarthy as well. But. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but that's. Did you, yeah, did you did you catch the game that night when uh when Kruk was like basically not bashing Ben Davis but they were like kind of going at each other? No. Like, did you hear about the like, Ben sense of humor come from Alvin Prep or whatever? <laughs> I don't know. If, it was a little it was a little awkward. Yeah, that's funny though. It is okay. funny because like yeah, I, I always I think these guys always get along all the time. Not that they weren't getting along. It's probably just Kruk being Kruk. You know what I mean? But right. It's still kind of funny. Pirates took back to the lead. God damn it! What's the score? Because I can't six five. <sighs> I turned it on. I missed Gibson's home run. I was doing a fucking scratch hole. And then they had the, Then I saw the, the Pirates of the bases loaded. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I, I flip flopped twice. I, I, I missed. Yeah. I, I missed the home run, but I catch it just enough for the Pirates of the bases loaded. Fucking scratch hole. Damn! What the hell is Sean doing up there? I, I don't know. <laughs> How's he scratching his ball bag? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so I'm I'm in the uh, I'm in agreement. Um, that uh, you know, I, I want to give it a shot. I want to give her a shot and see how how she does. Hold on. <laughs> I was thinking like the Sixers going to be so tough to like not to watch, but just to like after last year and the debacle in the, po- the postseason. Yeah, it's going so to take a little bit of trust time. Them. Yeah, it's so hard to trust them because you know they can go on these ten nine nine ten game winning streaks, and like here we go, and it's just, you just always come back to that Hawk series. Like it yeah. almost doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What seed they are. You're a number one seed. You can't get past the second round. That's just yeah, that's brutal. inexcusable. And it's not a team that doesn't have playoff experience. And they're freaking one shot away from going the you know Easter Conference Finals two years ago. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like they point. have the experience. So that's not you can't use that anymore. What the hell is he doing? Who's giving me the finger? <laughs> 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 oh, we got our guest coming on. Hey man, I'm, I'm out. I'm gonna go, go, go. All right, man. What do you mean you're out? What the fuck's wrong with you? Well, so what? What does that mean? What is that? What's that supposed to mean? All right. Hey, Seth, can you hear us? Nope. All right, hold on a minute. I gotta write these picks down. All right, Seth. 
Oh, nothing. All right, let's try this again. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties. Yeah, it with happens. You. This is what happens. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, nothing. Hold on. Let's try this again. Hey. I can hear you. There okay, you there go. We there go. we go. All right. We're up and we're welcoming our uh, guest, S.G. Carter, to the show. Welcome, sir. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Hey, man. So, so uh, S.G. Carter is joining us tonight. Um, he's uh, he has a self-proclaimed eighty percent success rate for UFC fights when it comes to betting. Um, so, so uh, we have uh, Callie on the uh, on the computer. You're not going to be able to hear him ask questions if if he's going to ask a question. Can you hear him? By the way, Callie, I can hear him. Yeah, we yeah. So you can hear him. He's not going to be able to hear you. Sorry. So if you have a question, I'm going to ask him. Okay. Okay, that's cool. All right, cool. Um, so hey, man, uh, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for coming on, man. And um, so why don't you um, why don't you tell us about your secret as far as what it, you know what it comes to as far as um you know placing these bets and like you know what's your what's your um your strategy well i think when i'm trying to pick which fights to bet on it starts with the posted odds uh particularly when you're not familiar with different fighters you start with the posted odds and you um for me the sweet spot is when someone is a favorite by negative 170 which would mean that to put down $170, if they win, they win $100, and you would win $100 plus your $170 back. So that's where I start when trying to figure out where to research. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, do do you guys have any experience, whether it be with uh, MMA or with boxing, do you guys have any experience uh, gambling on combat sports? DraftKings just for me. I do not. Callie said just DraftKings. But what's up, Seth? Good to hear from you, man. Good to talk to you. Yes, yes. Good to to be on with you guys. I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, so Callie said um, uh, just DraftKings. Um, He he does that, but uh, not not straight up betting. No. So the minus 170 is your sweet spot. So you usually don't take a bet unless you're looking at something like that. So – when you have the 80% success rate, you're taking into account the minus 170. So you're usually playing the favorites. Do you ever take like an underdog or do you only play like the favorites? Uh, rarely do I take an underdog. Uh, I'll, I'll be straight and say that I'm pretty new at this. I've only been uh, studying fights for purposes of gambling for about six months now. And uh, indeed, I don't uh, gamble on every fight or even most fights. It's about picking. <laughs> the ones that you feel confident about and gambling on those. And then you're going to have fights along the way that you look at them a bit and you say, Oh, I I think this one's going to win, but I'm not going to put money on it. So, uh, you know, what, what a really good uh, professional sports gambler can do, uh, particularly with combat sports. It's when they can spot that underdog who you would be betting less money to win more. And uh, I, I, can guess that to be that type of a professional, it requires a lot of time and a lot of experience so that you can spot things that, you know, your average person can't see. I'm not there yet. Well, right. well, yeah. Well, SG, I mean, you, you sent me a, 
Can I call you Mr. SG? <laughs> sure. All right. Mr. SG, I um <laughs> I sent you some um some uh, Mr. Carter. I'll call you Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter. Mr. SG sounds weird. <laughs> Mr. Carter. Um I said <laughs> Jesus. I said, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, what, what have you guys been drinking tonight? <laughs> a lot. You already said that. Yes. Yes. How's that for an answer? A lot. Uh, so, <laughs> Gary's uh, been drinking a lot. Yeah, we've been drinking a lot. We, we uh, Sean as well. Like they're, yeah, they're uh, the only sober one here. They're a twelve pack. Yeah, Callie's the only sober. No, that's one. not true. I'm sober too. A twelve pack right. and a seven percenters. Yeah. Actually, uh, uh, Gary and I drank a. Uh, we've been pretty much killed a twelve pack of. Uh, what were they? Uh, what was it? Right behind you, bro. Voodoo Ranger oh, Hoppy Voodoo, Pack. Voodoo Ranger. Yeah, we pretty much killed that whole case. Uh, anyway, uh, Mr. Carter. Um, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome oh, back. Man. Welcome back. Carter. Carter. <laughs> Not Carter. Carter. <laughs> oh, God. What's it going to answer? This is why we don't have guests very often either. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm Can't sorry, get Mr. Carter. I'm sorry. Yeah. Fuck. Um, so, so with going into this weekend's fights, right, you sent me, you sent me quite a bit of videos to kind of preview and to watch and like, you know, the bit, I have, I have a personal favorite that I'm, I, you know, I'm going to tune into and I'm going to watch because I have a, you know, I have a favorite who I'm, I think is going to win and we'll get to that in a second. Oh, Ronda Rousey snail trail. No, not Ronda Rousey snail trail. Not her. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, there, but there's a, oh, we're going to talk about her. No, she's not fighting. Oh, there, no, she hasn't fought in years. No, she's in WWE now. There, but there's there's a particular fight that we will get to for sure. I need to sniff her moist panties out. Um, <laughs> what? I mean, just toss the panties. I'm not saying I would not sniff Ronda Rousey's Ronda Rousey's panties. I'm right, just saying so that's not. She's not fighting this weekend. Are you just banging turtle? What, was that Cali? Not to rush. She's banging turtle. Do you do that, Chunk? You pass him over here. Just saying. See? Sure. Yeah. See. Yeah, 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 right. Exactly. After a sweaty exactly. fight, you're sniffing them panties. Yeah. All right, so let's, you know, fuck Put it. Let's just clutch and shit. Yeah, these guys are going nuts. All right, so let's just let's just get to the card. There's chunks and slime in her underwear. Oh my god! <laughs> a big, big ass bacon strip. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mr. MSG. We're way out of line. Here. I know so. we are. I know. Oh, yeah, Callie like just said sorry, Mr. SG. Are you hungry? You're hungry. He said we're out of line. Yeah, Cal, and, and you know what? The thing is that that Mr. Carter has listened to enough of our podcast that he knows was, you know yeah. what's going yeah, on. Here. He knew what he signed up for. Yeah, yeah. Welcome I've, back, I've yes. welcome back, welcome All right. Yes, so I've, anyway, I've, I've known you guys for years. I wouldn't expect it any other way. Absolutely not. <laughs> and, and you'd be disappointed if we were really straight and narrow with you, right? Uh, uh, for sure, for, for yeah. sure. Let, let's keep it just like it's at the corner pub. Uh, you know, ladies' underwear is not. Out of line or anything else. Let's, let's keep it uh, quarter pub, not pro style. That's right. All right, so let's start off here with the card. The featherweight title. Fucking bacon pork smear. <laughs> Alexander Volnowski takes on Brian Ortega. Okay, so um, I had stats here. and for uh, You know what? Oh, shit, it's on my phone. And you're on the phone, so I can't look them up. All right. What do you want to know? I'm, I have my phone up looking. All right, so there you go. To the featherweight title, win loss record for each, Hold on. and knockout. All right, so it's the first fight of the night in uh, for tomorrow night's uh, t- tomorrow night's battle. 
trying to find him. Yeah, that, that fight is the main event for tomorrow night, actually. So that, that'll be the last fight of the night. I was going to say, if that's a but, short title. Uh, a featherweight title. Well, there's a flyweight title. Okay. Well, I might as well just shut the fuck up then. Jesus. They, those, um, those, guys, uh, those two guys will be fighting at 145 pounds apiece. Wow. So featherweight, Jesus. Rob, my weight. Yeah. So, so these <laughs> in are, your yeah, head. So they're not Dude, I haven't been, head. I haven't been that light since fucking high school. Jesus. <laughs> I weighed that when I was five. Same, same, same here. I, I outweigh these guys by by twenty pounds, but uh, I'm they they throw their fists a lot faster than me. I'm sure. Yeah, a little bit, right? Yeah, Brian or with a name like Brian Ortega. Yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna sit that one out. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I'm sorry. So, Mr. Carter, do you have a uh, do you have a favorite in this fight? Well, for uh, for starters, let me you know put it out there for the record for all the listeners. Um, I do I personally do not endorse uh, gambling on that specific fight because I think it's too volatile, too possible to go either way. But after doing some fight research, watching uh, two of Volkanovski's fights against uh, the former champion Max Holloway and watching Brian Ortega's fight against Max Holloway. Uh, my my gut instinct mm. is that is that uh, Alexander is going to be the victor in that fight. Uh, I think he fights faster, more aggressively. And uh, from watching the weigh-ins t- or earlier today, uh, Ortega looked a bit tired. I don't know if it was difficult for him to make weight or not, but uh, these are the things you look for when you're, you know, trying to determine who to bet on. So this is interesting. So one of our one of our listeners who's chimed in right now, um, he's on he's watching on YouTube, Ryan uh, Ryan Boyle, um, and I know for a fact he's he's heavy into this stuff. I mean, he knows more about it than I ever will. Um, he he trains in MMA. He's uh, you know at the gym. He's doing his stuff. Um, so I was I'm really happy that he's chiming in here, and, and thank you, Ryan, because um, I'm I'm looking for your insight here. Uh, but he said Ortega is an underdog, but it is his best pick in his opinion. Um, so I I don't know 15, if fifteen and one that's that's tough to be an underdog at fifteen and one. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not going to uh, to argue with him as I mentioned I I did very little research into that fight so and and I personally consider it too volatile to bet on. Uh, yeah, Alexander is just my instinct. So okay. next week we'll know. What next week we'll know who yep. won that fight. All right, so I'll, I'll, I won't start at the other the other title fight. Uh, let me go to. Uh, wow, shit! There's a lot of fights here. There's a lot more than I than I had um, looked up initially. Um, so, Mister Carter, uh, Marlon Moraz, uh, Marib. I'm not going to say his fucking last name. Devashali is she. Oh, I'm really only qualified to talk about uh, four of the fights that are on the main card. Uh, the so Jessica you mentioned it, it might be on the preliminary card. So I Curtis Blade research in. Yeah. Okay, I got you. All right, I got you here. All right. So Curtis Blades against uh, Jerinsko Rashurdik. <laughs> I can't see his. Uh, yeah. I can't see his motherfuckers names. Ravazuzic. There you go. You got there it. You go. All right, so what do you think? You got it, Mr. Yeah. Carter. What's what's your thoughts? Well, it's a that's a that's a heavyweight fight. Um, heavyweights they tend to fight a little bit slower. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, um, that one uh, as well. I, I don't really want to make a 
uh, pick in that fight. But uh, the other main card fights, uh, the uh, Lawler Diaz and the the two women's fights, we can talk about any of those three fights. Sounds a bit more. good. Okay, but, cool. Yeah, I don't want to make a pick in the in the heavyweight. No, one. that's fair enough. I mean, again. You know, you've had an 8% success rate in yeah, these and fights. Yeah, So, Mr. Carter, are you betting, like, a significant amount of money on these fights, or are you just kind of dabbling? Well, like, you're, uh, not, well, you're not making – you're not quitting your day job for this. That um, th- That's a conversation that I have with my lady. Uh, in, in, in in this case, yes, I'm, I'm dabbling. It's it's uh, smaller – uh, bets, but um, but yeah, like I said, I've only been following uh, fights for sake of gambling for about six months now, and uh, my 83% accuracy rating that's only based on uh, researching 11 fights. And uh, what what my lady says to me, because I would honestly like to quit my day job and just do picks, she says, Well, when, what about when you've um, what about when you've researched and bet on 50 fights? She says, if, if you maintain 83% when you have researched 50 fights, then then at that point, I'll agree with you that you're probably wasting your time at yeah, your then, day job versus yeah, just then, making then, bigger bets. Yeah, so then, 80, then you're living in Vegas, dude. Like yeah, that's, exactly. what, that's what you're doing. So 83% is what, 9 for 11 then, right? That, that's pr- even still, that's that's a really good ratio. Nine for, for sure. eleven is really good. Yes, yeah. I lose eighty percent of my NFL bets. So that should get me somewhere. Yeah, just a new guy off to a good start. <laughs> Kelly said he loses eighty percent of his NFL bets. So you know, yeah. If he just um, it, like if so, Kelly, you're saying that if you just like whatever you decided, if you pick the other way, you, go you, the other be way. Rich, go the other way. Yeah, yeah that's what, anything that rich. you know is a stone lock. If you go the other way, yeah. you're exactly. golden. So, I can't so, tell you how many times I've been wrong. So Ryan said he also had <laughs> he has a lawyer in that fight. And then okay, so so to you know, spoiler, this was the fight I was kind of really alluding to. I think this is the fight of the night. Um but Ryan said hi he has a lawyer because he has thinks his diet, you know, Diaz has been out for a six year six year layoff. But God, he's rooting for Diaz. Um so yeah, so there you go. So it's Nick Diaz taking on Robbie Lawyer. Um, the last time they fought, there was a lot of shit talking. There was a lot of back and forth. It was a it was a brawl. Um, Nick Diaz has been out for a while for suspension, and now he's returning to the ring. It's going to be a really intriguing matchup. Um, Mr. Carter, what is your pick for this fight? Yeah, it's it, it's a really uh, dramatic, interesting fight. Uh, this one, it almost reminds me of, of that movie that uh, had Stallone and uh, De Niro in it. Um, but but yeah, my, my Rocky analysis... eighteen was it Rocky eighteen? No, Rocky four. Rocky four. Rocky what four. What was it called? It came, it came out about eight rematch? years Rocky ago. They Robert. were both old men. They, they were both old men. The because that's the oh, thing about yeah, these I know two what you're is that Waller and Diaz. They fought yeah. once before. It was a long time ago, guys. I mean, it was uh, seventeen what, what years mean? ago. They fought wow. before. It was not raging bull. Pulse, you stop. <laughs> oh wait. Oh yeah. You, oh, you're gonna you're gonna be like what an asshole. Raging bull. Who would say raging bull? Oh my you guys god. Talking about Rocky. I forgot that movie. Who he's right. Raging what bull the fuck Rocky? was the name of that movie? It was Stallone and De Niro. Oh my god. He's right. There yeah. was a movie. Yeah. What the fuck? Like old timers or something. Yeah, like old timers or like old. Old something. Old, old farts. Uh, old farts part two. Old farts. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, that's right. Maybe, maybe popcorn will show us. <laughs> Ryan said it's too. Ryan Boyle said it's too hard to call. He he's 
Oh, I thought he. I thought he said he wanted Alzheimer's law, lawyer. Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Was it called Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's. I don't know. Let's just go with that. Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Okay. Anyway, Mr. Carter. Look it up, but but uh, yeah, but, yeah. To give to give an actual. You know what, pick, you know what it's um, called? It was called Blue Pill. That's what the movie is called. Blue Pill. <laughs> You know, um, yeah, to yeah, to actually give you a pick on, on this fight, um, my my instinct my instinct is that Robbie Lawler will win this time. He didn't win 17 years ago, but mm-hmm. my instinct is that he will win. That these uh, these six years that uh, Nick Diaz has not been in the octagon, he he's gonna have rust to shake off, and I think that goes in Lawler's favor. I would think uh, so. Lawler, yeah. he's he's not what he used to be, but he's uh, he's still pretty tough. And uh, from the weigh-ins today, um, he actually didn't take his shirt off in the weigh-in, which I thought was interesting. Uh, I, I know, you know, even without that, I know he's in better muscle shape than Diaz is. Uh, but, you know, will that, you know, it's not that Diaz couldn't knock him out again with a good punch. It's, so it's 43 career fight. That's a lot of fighting. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. what's, 40, what are the, what are the uh, odds on that? So, so Mr. Carter, um, Callie just said, uh, it's his 44th career fight. That's a lot of fighting at the pro level. And, uh, the, Mike, to answer your question, I believe, uh, the general odds for that fight, the latest ones are negative 145, Robbie Lawler, the favorite and Nick Diaz at about a 100 something. As an underdog, plus like one twenty, wow, so, probably. So Ryan, wow. Ryan said that the fight was supposed to be at one seventy, but last minute Diaz made it one eighty five. That's a good. That's a good point, Sean. Thank you for bringing that up. So yeah, they were gonna fight at a lower weight, but now they are gonna fight at one eighty five, and uh, that that also tells me that uh, Nick Diaz, yeah. you know, has he been training enough? So that's interesting. Yeah, 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 that would actually that would seem to that's like if you're carrying pounds. an extra yeah. couple pounds, that would be that you couldn't get in. Like you would think the smaller, quicker. I mean, carrying some weight obviously that helps you with you know typically the the higher weight classes are, are you know stronger in this and that. But mm. I would think that if they couldn't fit it in, that that would yeah. All right. Yeah, that tells me he's he's. Maybe he's not in shape. Right. That's what yeah. it tells me. I. That's uh, a, lot. a little, a little sluggish. Mister Carter, I, I got to go with you. I, I got to go with um, Lawler here. Um, even the last fight was uh, an abrupt stop, um, which was you know a knockout that was very questionable. Um, although he was kind of wobbly when he got back up. I mean, it was you know it is what it is, but. Yeah, I'm gonna go Lawler here. I mean, just based on the fact that he's been continuing the fight, and Diaz has been out of the out of the octagon for a while. Uh, so I'll agree with you there. Yeah, when, um, yeah. To talk about abrupt stops, if we're talking about when these guys fought each other 17 years ago, I, I would say that that was a very correct and appropriate stop. And and if you check out the video, it, it is available on YouTube uh, to watch for free. Uh, UFC free fights. Um, he, uh, yeah, he was really like knocked out at that moment and, uh, stopping the fight was right, uh, to talk about predicting fights, uh, to talk about when refs stop a fight, that is a factor, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A variable that, that is a variable that, uh, can make it difficult to predict fights because different referees will stop fights at different moments. And uh, while I wouldn't disagree with that referee back in 2004, 
Uh, there's plenty of more recent fights that we could talk about where I would say, ah, geez, I don't know about stopping the fight right then and there. It was probably preemptive. Pol- Polsky jumped in and said it was too many double stuff Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Ryan said he, can, he completely agrees with you. Uh, I'm assuming he agrees with you, not the double stuff Oreos. I think he agrees yeah. with you. Um, be, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so so then it leaves us with, with another in, very intriguing fight. And you might have to help me with this name. Valentino Shavachenko. Oh, Shavachenko, yes. Yay! Taking on Lauren Murphy. And um, this is for the Valentino fly- is that a woman's name? It's sh- no Valentina, 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 just like Valentine's Day, but with the name. taking on Laura Murphy. This is for the flyweight title. So, Mister Carter, what are your predictions for this fight, sir? Most predictable fight of the night. Uh, gamblers just just gamble with with your head, not above it. Not the you one know, below upper... your pants, because there's two women That's fighting. That's the one I normally go with. That's not the one you normally go with, Callie. Calm down. <laughs> That's not the one you normally go with. Stop. It's, pro- it's it's probably for the best that that, uh, that our guests or our our one of our co-hosts has left for this one. All right, we would never have actually gotten through this. <laughs> so. So, Mr. Carter, I like to hear a prediction because we have something from our listeners. Well, for the for this fight, I would bite. I would uh, bet with either head, but that's just me. Uh, uh, basically, yeah. <laughs> basically, that Valentina, she is the most. She is probably the most dominant uh, women's champion there's ever been in the UFC. The only uh, argument to that statement would be the champion at the weight class above her, Amanda Nunez, uh, bantam weight at 135, I believe. And these uh, Shevchenko and Murphy are fighting at flyweights, meaning they're fighting at 125. So so how's this a flyweight title if if they're both not fighting at at that weight? It's in, uh, isn't it different? They, different they were both. Uh, they, they weighed in today, and uh, Valentina weighed one twenty four, and um, Murphy weighed one twenty five or oh, one twenty five okay. and yeah, a half. Which, what one twenty six? What's heavyweight for women? And uh, uh, even you know what, what's her name? Polsky, Murphy. She, she Polsky could said. Polsky said it was the net weight. <laughs> That's why. So you're, you're saying? So we're getting. We're getting some comments from from Ryan and and Seth. You're saying you're betting with both. No, guys. he, so, he you know, he's taking Val. He's no, taking... no, no, not not yeah. not that. What, what I'm saying is that there's there's uh, a couple comments. So this this Val chick is uh, Val she, t- she's she's don't pretty, say chick. This this Val fighter, yes, is apparently uh, attractive. And not not too hard Would on you? the eyes. They're both very good looking on the eyes. Oh, are they? Both okay. of them. Yeah, I I take both of them. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I- yeah, I mean they're they're both all right. I I I'd take I'd take Val in the beauty contest. She's she's not bad looking. Um, her history, uh, she was born in 1988 in the Soviet Union. Uh, when the when the Soviet Union broke up in 1991, her parents took three year old her to Peru, and that's where she grew up. Uh, it's, I, I think there might be an interesting story there, so to speak. But um, she is very she is very good at what she does and everything you need to be a good UFC fighter. She's got that. She became the champion in this weight class in 2018, 
and she'll either retire as a champion similar to <laughs> Khabib in the men's class or if someone's going to knock her off her block I don't know when that's going to happen but it's not going to be um Lauren Murphy that that's my pick there uh Shevchenko is the negative sixteen hundred dollar favorite in most wow. sports books right now. So, that, so is that out of your? Is, is that too 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 little for you? Yeah, it was a buck. When I, you know, it, I mean that would that would mean that a person would have to put up sixteen thousand dollars to win one thousand yeah. dollars. Right. And for pe- for yeah, for people who can afford to bet sixteen thousand dollars, I'd say go for it. She's she's gonna win. I'm sure of it, but um, yeah, Ryan. So, yeah, so, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't recommend yeah. actually betting. Yeah, that Ryan. Much money. Ryan it's, uh, it's Boyle. Still. Yeah, Ryan Boyle agrees with you. He said Val is going to destroy her. I'm pretty sure she's a Russian spy, and I am totally into it. So that's why I'm thinking that this girl <laughs> not that bad looking. That's Sean, what ask him, what would a dollar win? Me? She's, uh, yeah, so what? She's what would a dollar? So what would a dollar in that? Oh, I can do this. Hold on, quick math. Because I'm a big spender. Yeah, a dollar. Kelly wants to know what a dollar will win him on that fight. That's a good question, and um, the, uh, I'll, I'll throw in a I'll throw in a plug for I no think it's about eight for cents. a website that eight makes cents? this right, eight, cents? Um, eight cents. I would still re- lose. I'd probably lose. And, and Polsky wants to know: Can she suck? I'm not gonna come on, Polsky. That's not very <laughs> nice. Can she suck a golf ball through a 20 foot <laughs> garden <Violet>. hose? <laughs> You'd, what does that have to do with fighting? You'd have to ask Sorry, her. I, I, I'm I sure wrong. shit wouldn't ask her. She's I think just, it's I think it's six cents. Six cents. Six cents. No, the six it. cents. Eight I can cents. See, you had me. I can see dead people. <laughs> well, it's technically six point two five. cents. Uh, six point two five cents. So it's a sequel. Right, well, maybe I'll think about it now. So if you put up, uh, so. <laughs> But that was six point two cents. If you could, if you could spare the extra, if you could spare the extra sixty cents, Callie. Right. For a dollar sixty, you'd win a dime. Yeah, do that. All right, I'm, go for I'm that. Doing okay, it. There you go. I'm doing it. Let's let us know how it works. So basically, what you're, <laughs> so what we're trying to say is that is a heavy favorite right there. That it, she's a heavy favorite, not heavy. She's a heavy favorite. Yeah, the extremely heavy favorite. I, she may even hold the UFC record for the uh, largest favorite that there ever was. was I, I can't, was I can't tell you who she was fighting against because so, I can't remember, but there was a fight money once within the last three years that she was the negative $2,900 favorite. Wow. Jesus. Wow. Do you wow. think Do you think that, that fight should be the main event over Ortega? Uh, no. No, 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 I think they designed the card right, making that the second okay. fight, because uh, for, for, the, for the absolute headliner for the main event, you should have a, a fight that is competitive, and uh, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Ortega, I ex- expect <laughs> is going to be a much more competitive fight than Valentina versus Lauren Murphy, so that was... That was good fight plotting, putting that as the second fight. And when when she wins, if you guys have never seen Valentina fight before, uh, watch watch her do her little Russian dance and and listen to her interview because she's just cute as a button, even though she's deadly. Isn't that the thing, dude? Like that, you never know. Like yeah. you never know. These girls could be world class fighters, and they're beautiful, and you have no idea if they have a fucking broken jaw. And you're like, how did? You... Yeah. Right, I'm about to go off the house here. 
how do they suck a dick so good? And like they keep, keep going and they keep going and keep because they have a broken fucking jaw and they don't know the difference and they just keep going. <laughs> you know, like oh, because their jaw was broken, fucking broken sixteen times. Uh, uh, Boyle said, uh, Ryan Boyle said they should have Val versus Amanda Nunez again. Yeah, so they, those two have fought twice before, and and they are the two best in the league. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, Nunez is the bantamweight champion. And she and that makes her uh, ten pounds over what Valentina is at. Uh, they fought twice before. Uh, Nunez won the first fight more clearly. The the second time they fought each other, uh, it was really it was like sparring. It was it was just really very defensive from both fighters, and not a whole lot happened. They both finished the fight looking like they were wearing three-piece suits, so to speak, like they had barely been touched. Yeah. But um, but Nunez did uh, pull Valentina down three times in that fight, even though Valentina stood right back up from being pulled down. So mathematically, mm. it was the right call of the judges to, to say that um, Nunez by decision in that second fight. Valentina okay. didn't like it, and that's a good video too. These are accessible on UFC Fight Pass when they're not available on YouTube. Okay, Sean, is this game is this uh, free tomorrow? Is this on ESPN? So, so um, Callie wants to know if it's free tomorrow because it's on ESPN Plus, correct? Yeah, I I, I don't. Um, I think I, it's on. I think it's on, sure. ES, I think it's on ESPN Plus. If I'm not mistaken, tomorrow night. It's, I want to see uh, myself. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't keep a, I don't keep a subscription to you to ESPN Plus myself, so I don't know yeah. if that means that you can watch it there or if it's an ESPN Plus pay per view where you do have to, you yeah. know, pay for a, a pay per view fee. Uh, and in my case, I'll be going out to a local pub to watch it where they charge uh, twenty dollars or less to get in. And, uh, you know, the ultimate uh, insider information right here for people who have patience is uh, the UFC Fight Pass app, which costs uh, subscription holders $10 a month. Uh, the fights that happen tomorrow will be available on that app 50 days from now, and then you can watch them at your own convenience for $10 a month. So, so keep that in mind uh, if there is a pay-per-view fee tomorrow and you don't want to pay it. Okay. Gotcha. So, Mr. Carter, Mr. S.G. Carter on the line with us tonight, um, giving us his tips. 83% success rate in UFC betting. Um, I believe, sir, you have some things that you are more than welcome to plug. Um, you are you have been working your ass off for the past couple of years on a uh, graphic novel or two graphic novels. Um, and you are more than welcome to plug away and plug away your your ta- your uh, uh, accounts and, and do what you may. Go for it, sir. Thank you very much, Sean. Um, yeah, for, for those of you guys who like hearing this interview, uh, on Twitter, I'm SGCarter2. And on Instagram, I am S.G.Carter2709. And, uh, yeah, when I'm not uh, – Looking at UFC fights for gambling or doing my day job, I am the writer of graphic novels in development, the uh, Krav Maga Kangaroos. That's uh, for your kids and maybe for your overgrown kids. Uh, think Ninja Turtles, except they are kangaroos that live in the San Diego Zoo. Uh, and then the other 
comic I'm working on with a working title of either Goblins and Trolls or Sex and Violins. Uh, we got these these cute, sexy girls. The main character, she came from Northeast Philadelphia in her 20s, and she moved out to L.A. with dreams of playing her violin in the L.A. Philharmonic. But she ended up working at a pro, a pro BDSM dungeon to make cash. And once you know it, there's uh, mythical goblins and trolls in the basement of that building. So we're working hard on that comic, too. Uh, huh. Like I said, check out my Instagram and you, or my Twitter, and you can see pictures of some of the characters. And uh, we'll be launching on Kickstarter when the comic is ready. Dude, we're going to promote the shit out of that because yeah. I, I know how hard you've been working at this. And um, I am, you know, you're, you're one of my, you know, you're one of my really good friends. I, I've known you for over, shit, 15 years. I don't know. 15 something years, like, yeah. yeah, something like that. And we're going to promote the, the living shit out of that. And, yeah, it um, sounds interesting. Yeah. That it, sounds really cool. You've been working on this for a long time. And um, I'm, uh, we are more than happy to promote the shit out of this. So um, I'm so proud of you, dude. I, I just want I just want you to know that. Nice. And you're, you're Mr. Carter. You're living in LA now, or is that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used Sweet. to live right there in Northeast Philly with all you guys. I mean, like I said, like I said for the uh, listeners, I've known these guys for you know I've known Sean and Mike for uh, for 15 plus years, and and Gary have known him for quite a few years too. So it's great to be talking with you guys. But yeah, I've lived in LA uh, since uh, since May of 2017, and uh, I serve in the National Guard, and I have a job with a burglar alarm company, and yeah, and I work on creating graphic novels and uh, researching UFC fights for gambling. I, I do a lot of different hey. things. Nice. Sweet. Oh yeah, man. You ever hey, see the Kardashians? Callie wants to know. Have you ever seen the kid, uh, Kardashians? Have I ever like seen them in person? No. Or? Wait, hold on. But actually, you got to share the story about uh, Eddie Van Halen's kid you just saw recently. Okay. You got to sh- you got to share that. Yeah, he saw Wolfgang recently. Really? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I did. Um, it, it, for, so it, it was easy to know where um, where Eddie Van Halen's house is. It, it was easy to know it if you drove past it because uh, after he passed. Um, he uh, his house was off of a main road. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know if it's how ethical it is to say, but it's a very main road called Mahalan Drive <laughs> in L.A. Yeah, uh, you guys I've might remember it. the movie mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Mahalan Falls from the '90s. So, I mean, that is that is your canyon, um, that is your Hollywood Hills main highway up there. And Eddie Van Halen, he had a house off of it. And when he passed, uh, somebody put a uh, you know, kind of a memorial on his fence, uh, you know, with, with the symbol from his guitar, they put it there. It said, you know, we, we love, we love you, Eddie Van Halen. And and his son, Wolfgang, he didn't have that sign taken down for months. And, uh, I, d- I do work, uh, up there with the burglar alarm company. And, uh, much more recently, uh, one time I was driving there and I get passed by this, um, I get passed by this pretty new Jeep, I, I shouldn't say I shouldn't say exactly what car he drives, but it, it's in good condition and it's not a particularly expensive SUV, but it's in really good condition. And as it goes by, uh, I see that the license plate is VH with a number and and, and a very clean cut um, 
a very clean cut sticker on the back of the VH logo. So once I saw that, I was, you know, I was going through the the gears in my Honda Civic trying to catch up to him uh, because, like I said, it was right by his house. But uh, I, I couldn't catch up to him. But yeah, that's that's when I saw Wolfie near his house. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Really nice. Well, Mr. Carter, we, we want to thank you so much for, for uh, coming on and giving your tips for this weekend's fights. Hope you you help some of our listeners out and, and betting. And uh, uh, we thank you so much for, for coming on, man. And uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Hey, hey um, one fight we didn't talk over and oh, we won't talk yeah. about in detail. We won't talk about it in detail, but just for the people who are looking to gamble. Uh, the other the other women's fight on the main card, Jessica Andrade Jessica Arndari versus... and Cynthia Cavillo. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, if you if you want to if you want to risk less money to win more money, uh, I would say go ahead and and bet on Jessica Andrade tomorrow night. Uh, I'm sorry. What, what I, what's what's the odds on that? It's one? Andrade. I called her Andrade today. <laughs> you just make I it used up. I call her that too, but 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 the proper <laughs> pronunciation is Andrade. Andrade. Okay. So what's what's the odds on that one? Uh she she's negative two seventy five, and I believe her uh, Cynthia Calvillo, who is lighter on the eyes, is a positive two hundred underdog. So, you know, I, I wouldn't kick right. Cynthia Calvillo out of my bed or out of a date. I like her a great deal, but I don't think she has what it takes. So Andrade is a twenty one and nine and zero, and Calvillo is a nine two and one. And she's thirty four, a little closer to our age. Mm-hmm. Andrea is uh, I'm, on, 30. I'm only thirty. So. Yeah, you're only thirty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're both one hundred twenty five pounds. They both have a very, um, very close reach. Yeah. Now I found the strikes. Now, now I found the stats that I needed. Yeah. Yeah. Now I found them. Finally. Um. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. So Andrade is uh, basically fifty percent um, succeeded uh, strikes. And uh, and uh, let me see, Cavallo's at forty-two. So yeah, yeah, I mean, there you go. Takedowns. Uh, I'm going through all this shit. I'm going little. I'm going deep. Shit, I'm going deep hey. here. Submission. I got all kinds of submission shit. So, she likes so to yeah, uh, a Adraj, uh, Adraj can submit you in forty percent of the time. Mm. All right. With Cavallo can only get you thirty-three percent of the time. Okay. I'm like seventy-five percent within, um, within the last. 24 months, both of these two fighters have fought a girl named Caitlin Chukagian, who I believe trains out of Quakertown, Pennsylvania. Uh, I think she might be from Long Island or Callie, from New Jersey. Callie, yeah, said he, but, Callie said he knows her. He banned her. Yeah, we're neighbors. He said they're neighbors. Well, they, they banned each other while the wife was watching. Yeah, nah, he didn't yeah. say that. I'm only kidding. Punched right in the face. She knocked me out. He said she well, punched him right in the face and knocked her out. Knocked him out. And then took advantage well, of him? Well, it took advantage yeah. of him. I, was yeah. hammered. I woke up in a, in a dark alley. It, basically, basically if, you, if you watch both of these two <laughs> women who are fighting tonight, if you watch both of their fights against Caitlin Chukagian, you'll get your answer as to why I project that uh, Andrade is going to uh, beat Calvillo tomorrow night. That's, okay. a, that's a safe bet, in my opinion. Yeah, cool. looking at the stats there, which I finally brought up because I was looking from while we were talking about the interview, and I couldn't, I couldn't figure out where to click because I had on my phone, had everything ready for us, and because you're on the phone, I went online, I couldn't find it, whatever, blah 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 blah. But now I found it, and it's too late. But uh, yeah, I found the stats there, and I agree with you. It looks like she's gonna be uh, 
she's going to be the favorite there. So nice. cool, man. Hey, dude, uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight, man. And um, yeah, good luck. Good yeah, luck absolutely, hundred percent. Yep. Th- thank you guys so much uh, for having me. Uh, you know, to drive safe, and uh, let's do this again sometime. Are you kidding me? Absolutely, we'll, we'll definitely do this again. This is uh, this is good because you know, again, like we don't our horizons a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. We don't we don't, we don't spread the box. We like de- we definitely have to spread the box, Cali. We don't we don't go this we don't go down this route, and we should because I got to be honest with you, I do find UFC entertaining. I just I just don't I don't know enough about it. I know the big same names, here. you know. I know stuff like that. You, you too, Cali. Same here. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm working right with you. I love watching it, but I have no, I don't know, I have any knowledge of it whatsoever. Yeah, and I wish I did. Yeah, same know. thing. Yeah, I, I hear you, dude. Um, yeah, we have, you know, we love it. We know the names, we all that stuff, but we just don't, you know, we don't follow it that closely, you know, that closely. So this is awesome, man. We'll have to do this again. Well, maybe we'll make this monthly thing, dude. They, they, they do one of these uh, pay per views with the number per month, and uh, yeah, so tomorrow's two sixty six. Right. And to put things in perspective about Lawler and Diaz and the rematch. But when those guys fought uh, before, that was UFC, I think, 45, I believe. Oh, and this wow. is 266, Damn. more Jesus. than 200 wow. pay-per-views later. Wow. One, one per month. Yeah, well, we're going to have to uh, we're gonna have to work this out, dude, for sure. Yeah, we're going to yeah, – if you're, if you're, if yeah, you're we'll, good with that. Yeah, we'll track how your, how your success rate's been doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah as, as long as it stays up, I'm, I'm happy to be here. And, That's what and, she uh, said. This is fun. That's what <laughs> she said. Giggity, giggity, giggity. All right, Mr. Carter. Again, follow him on Instagram and Twitter. And he's got a couple graphic novels coming out. And he's got a great succeed, uh, success rate on these UFC fights. And uh, we're going to have him on again. For sure. Thank you so much for joining us, man. All right, bud. Bye, Good guys. talking to you. Love you, brother. All right. I guess he's out. All right, cool. That was cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely does his homework and it's, you know, a new venture for him, so seems to be going well. That was cool. All right, so I think it's time. Oh, we lost Kelly. Oh, shit, Kelly logged out. Did you log out or did we lose him? I don't know what happened. The show's not over. I don't know. Uh, Phil's are up 8-6, by the way, so they took the – So, yeah, they were down – they were down. They were up one nothing. Down four one. Came back. Took the lead five four. Then went down six five. And now they're up eight six, in the top of the eighth. And the Braves have the Padres in San Diego. So wow. I think that the Padres are the Padres still. They still have a slight chance. Probably they're they're on the way. Are they still playing for anything? The Padres. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to get the playoffs. Yeah, but I mean. St. Louis is running away with that. Uh, running away with what? With the wild card. They won like nine of the list. They won 13 th- straight. 13 straight. They won 13 straight. Is 13 straight now? It's not yeah. over yet, dude. It, th- no, they, they have something to play for. They, they're still going for it. All right, as long as they're going for it, then they're going to play They're gonna play the great race competitive. <laughs> so Kelly's apparently, Kelly's computer died. Oh, so. well, there you go. Well, All right. You bring a charger out. Yeah, I know, right? All right, so just you and I. Yeah, all right, here we go. Drunk, right? It's why you were drunk time, and this is—I got some good ones. Okay, yeah, I got one. 
I got the one too. All right. I am not drunk, man. Yeah, you trying to make well. me drunk. It's time to catch up on some things you may have missed. Do you think a six pack is is acceptable? While you were drunk. I'm drunk and I love cats. What more do you need to know? Yeah. So JJ Reddick retires. Yes. JJ Reddick, one-time 76er. A lot of people thought that this, Duke alumni. Yeah, Duke alumni. A lot of people thought that the uh, is it is it alumni or is it alum alumni? What is it? Alumni. I know. I'm kidding. Um, alumnus. Alumnus. Um, yeah. Uh, he's out. He's done. He retired. I, I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, he had a long enough career. Two years after the uh, Sixers let him go. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't as good. After that too, I mean he, his niche was in Philly. Like it seemed to work best in Philly. I never had a problem with him. Dude, I, I actually, I, I gotta be honest with you. I, I kind of wish they went after him again last year. Right. Yeah. We, we talked a little bit about that. Um, I mean, he's, he just couldn't play any defense. The defense is just bad. Yeah, he was a liability for sure. I liked him. I always liked J.J. Rick. Yeah, I mean, I, it took me a while to come around because he was a Duke guy, and I hate Duke. Mm-hmm. But I like the message six. Yeah, but do you hate Duke or do you hate the... Aura of Duke? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the aura of Duke. I don't hate Krzyzewski. I just... I hate Krzyzewski because he's the coach of the Duke, but I kind of respect him. It's mm-hmm. kind of weird. Yeah. I'm kind of the opposite. I can't stand Coach K. Oh, yeah? Can't stand him. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't respect him? No, I think he's a rat face fuck. But, I mean... I, he's I get a rat face fuck. He's ugly. Rat. Right, he's ugly. Face fuck. Right. But what does that have to do with his coaching? I think he got... I don't know. What do you want from me? I don't know. I'm ex- explain yourself. I don't like him. I don't like him a little bit, guy. Okay. Kevin Hayes... <laughs> That's that's good conversation there. And the Flyers are going on the peak of power play. Yeah, speaking of the Flyers, Kevin Hayes. Uh, Cal got canceled. Cal's computer died, apparently. Um, Kevin Hayes is out for six to eight weeks with a ab strain. Not yeah. good. Um, just, miss- uh, just to go back to Cali for a second, it, it took this long to notice because... It was the screen was so dark that like. Fuck with my ass, man! Shit. Oh shit! What happened? No, I, I, we'll get to it. Maybe, maybe we won't. Okay. My short shit this week. Oh. Yeah, they didn't save. I don't have any of them. Maybe we skip it this week because yeah, I didn't we'll, even do the research. Yeah, we'll skip it. Uh, so Kevin Hayes is out six to eight weeks. Also, Jake Arietta has been released. From the Padres. Jake Arrieta. That's what you are. Right he, there. He, he got... He went from the Cubs to the Padres, and the Padres released him, too. Yeah, he was... He's not... Like, I mean, he's not in Ben Simmons, Simmons category, but he was a... No, he's he not even waste. close to the Ben Simmons no. category. I Look... But not a likable guy by any means. I don't... I... I, I I hate tooting my own horn. But when they signed Jake Arrieta, I said it was, said a, it was bad a bad fucking signing. There was too much money. 
and he had one and a half years of productivity. He sucked before that. He had one and a half years, and he sucked after that, yeah. and he continued to suck after that, and he made a ton of fucking money. You know who he was? He was Sam Bradford. <laughs> if Sam Bradford <laughs> made the MLB and pitched a year of good football, like you know what I mean, like a good baseball, I should say. Right. That that's who that's who but Jake Arrieta is. At least, like, at least Arrieta had a Cy Young and a year and a half of good. Like Sam Bradford was never like that good. No, St. Bradford, uh, I, I, that's actually true. St. Bradford stole fucking money and money and money. And money. I, because I, I don't get it. Like, I don't know. Like, he was never that good. <laughs> Kelly said he's Fat Shadow. Fat Shadow coming this fall. <laughs> what the fuck? Fat uh, Shadow? We, we all hated Arietta. Yeah, I agree with him there. We Everybody hated Arietta. He, what a piece of shit he was. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Minor leaguers have an issue on their hands, and this is really, yeah, this really is... fucking interesting. So let me go back to it. Um, this is about the the pay scale, right? Yes. Yeah, so and speaking out um, about it. Yeah. So the advocates for minor leaguers is investigating a, a situation where there's allegations by players in the Philadelphia Phillies organization. They were reprimanded for wearing solidary wristbands in their final minor league game of the season. Basically in support of increased pay and improved living conditions. Um, the executive uh, director of the nonprofit group, the Advocates for Minor Leaguers, said, We heard there was some backlash, some troubling reports, and we are definitely looking into it. We're very concerned. It's totally inappropriate. They've, they have... This kind of backlash. So I'm going to say this, and I again, I, I'm not, I'm not fucking tooting my horn. I'm not doing any of that shit. There was an argument by a friend of ours, who said, "Yeah, you know, I see your side, but," and my my counter argument is, you know, be, all right, I didn't get his argument. So let, let me be fair. To 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 be fair. He said, well, if you're getting to that point, your goal is to be better. Right. If you want to be better, you should get paid, and that's how you get better. Right? So in the in the walk of life, that's correct, right? And essentially, like, you're starting out at the entry level, and you want to become the CEO. Now, however, it to, in my opinion, is different with baseball. Okay? You got drafted. Out of college, you made the decision to join a minor league team in hopes that you can make that in hopes that you can make that jump, right? You are a very small percentage of people who can make the minor leagues and an even smaller amount of percentage who can make the major leagues. It's a lot different from you and I coming out of college no, getting I a mean, job. No, I mean, it's... It's essentially like it's essentially like an internship at Amazon's like headquarters or something where you're like looking up to the highest of high management but being paid like the lowest intern in the in the league and saying but 
if things break right, if you if you if you prove yourself, you could be here. And I don't like you're saying. I don't think that that's fair. You're you've established yourself as elite already. Um, now, the argument of well, the their profit or what they're they're gaining in profit, they're you know being that they're in a the leagues that don't draw attendance and don't make money mm-hmm. that they don't you know why why should they get more if they're not actually bringing in revenue uh right be that as it may um they're a couple steps away from being like a you know multimillionaire in the multimillion i think that at some point there there should be a little bit of wealth sharing between the professional players, mm-hmm. almost like a percentage of their salaries should be distributed more towards that of the minor leaguers. It should trickle down a little bit. I know that trickle down is not a great, always a great approach for things, but in this case, if you're you're making that much, these guys are these guys are kind of supporting you in a way in that they're they're, they're lower level organizations. They may be the guys that are called up to help you. And to put them in a better position, I would think that you'd want to kind of you're, set something you're, up. You're, you're basically looking at these guys, and you're hoping that they benefit you. Right. right? So, um, just to give a personal story, um, <laughs> and Callie said he said trickle, trickle down like golden showers. Yes, exactly like that. Just like that. So I had a family like, friend. Like I, I just want I want Bryce Harper to be standing on like a balcony, and yeah. I want him to be pissing down oh, on the minor fuck. leaguers and tell him tell him yeah. the That's exactly what I'm saying. But why didn't you guys understand that? You ever have a gal suggest that you need some attention paid to your butts holes? Yes, just like that. Well, so, it's nothing like that. We're, we're talking. Oh, you're talking pee. Yes. Uh, not buttholes. Yeah, actually. Uh, I'm sorry, you're not talking about holes. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, basically, like... You got a tight little man pussy on you, don't you? Not, nothing like that. No, nothing like any uh, of this. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. you're... you're, you're I'm you're sorry. You're straws here. I'm sorry. Okay, moving on. So, I, family family friend um, who won a ring with the Boston Red Sox back in 04. Um, he was in the minor leagues most of his life. Two kids, young white. I mean, he's young. I mean, he's probably younger than we are now. When I met him, um, I haven't seen him since. You know, it's been years. Um, he's with the the Reds at the time. Edwin and Carcion was in front of him and beat him out in mm-hmm. spring training, despite the fact that he outproduced him in spring training. But because you know, whatever, he got beat out. Right. Um, could be a hundred different reasons. Could have been drafted they're, they're higher. Different. Yeah. Who the fuck knows, right? Um, and then basically said, like, if I don't make this team, I, I, I don't know if I can do this anymore. He ended up playing another two years after that in minor leagues. After that, mm-hmm. after he told me what his wage was, right? After he told me that he has two young daughters and a, and a kid, uh, 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 two young daughters and a wife, that he's constantly uprooting. We had dinner with him, right? And he's uh, he just unloaded, and we're like, 
you know, as at the time, I mean, I'm thinking I'm um, 26, 27 years old, and I'm like, oh my god, fucking, I'm sitting here with a somebody that's almost in the major league. Yeah, in the major league. He 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 already had a ring. Right. He won a World Series. Like this is fucking amazing, and he's he's miserable. Right, he's fucking miserable. It's not as glamorous as it sounds. He, he's like, we're living in hotels. We're taking buses everywhere. It fucking sucks. Yeah, my family's moving all the time. I they're dependent on me because I took a risk to rely on my talents. They they my family believed in me to rely on my talents yeah. to make it to the major leagues. Now again, woe is me. Right? Like, I know. I, I get it. But he's that talented to make it to that point. And, and the money that we're talking about is... It's it's horseshit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if... I forget the, the figures, but it's... It's 15000 for five months. 15000 for five months. $15,000 for five months of work. So that's like the equivalent of probably somewhere around 40000 if that, a 30, year. Well, less... Well, no. If, it's fifteen thousand for five was, months. If it was annualized, it would be somewhere close to. It'd be like thirty-eight, thirty-nine. But the other five months, they they have traveling. to work on their craft. I guess traveling. Right? He's never home. He's traveling constantly. Right. Think about a traveling salesman. That's, that's not. That's not enough. I mean, that's, no. What's that's a traveling? Terrible. What's a traveling salesman making? If you're a traveling salesman, constantly, I mean, like, yeah. right? You're. You're you're making better, like yeah. You're living in hotels, but you're also not grinding, right? You're, not, you're also not showing up at eleven o'clock in the morning and physically doing work, yeah. Grinding your ass off, and then finding out you're not you're not getting the sale because you're not in the starting lineup, right? Right? Like you're you're a bench player. Now Earl Earl, I'm gonna drop his name. Earl Snyder. Okay, he was not a bench player. He was a starter in the minor leagues for years, right? He, like I said, he was called up for a cup of coffee. He played enough games. The Red Sox won the World Series. He got a ring. He could sell the ring and probably pay for four or five years of salary. That's that's kind of the thing. So in the end, when he retired and he ends up doing something else in Connecticut, he lives in Connecticut now, and he looks back and goes, was it worth the risk? Was that was that ring worth put my family through eight years of of that? My answer is no. I I, I look at me for maybe I'm selfish. There is no way in hell I'm putting my family through that for eight years traveling from Buffalo to Cincinnati to Boston. To here, all to on buses. Here, to there, right. all on buses. To hotels. To here. I don't, when's daddy leads. coming home? We don't know. When's that? When's daddy coming home? And you don't get to see your kids grow up. And, and you're you, doing oh, it. And you're doing it for fifteen grand. You're not even supporting your family. Fifteen thousand dollars is all they get. Now their meals are covered. Their meals are covered. That the player's fam- meals are covered. Right, not the, the family. Right. The family's meals aren't covered. Right. Nah, it ain't worth it to me. So. So when 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 someone comes up comes comes on that thread, TJ, and said, "Oh, no, 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 dude!" Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you if you read the article and you seen it was fifteen, we're not talking like they're only making 
$100,000. It's not it's, it's only a minimal NFL salary. Right. $250,000 a year. It's not that. They're not making that. They're making $15,000 a year. It's not nearly enough. It's not nearly enough to be that echelon of player. I don't care if what they're doing, what their the profit in their particular league is affording that. They're they're part of a larger organization that's making money hand over fist. And again, that's where I think that there should be a little bit more of a revenue sharing. Now maybe it's you know, maybe it's not a ton. You know, maybe it's instead of fifteen thousand, maybe it's forty some thousand. At least it's something to be able to somewhat support the family and then find something else to supplement mm-hmm. for the rest of the time. But yeah, fifteen thousand I could I could totally understand where they're coming from. Just to go back on the Ben Simmons thing for a second before our last while you were drunk story and we're gonna get the popcorn and we're gonna call it a night. My drunk story or we'll get my, to that. Okay. Michael Lee, uh, verified account on Twitter, said it perfectly about this Ben Simmons situation. Ben Simmons sent the seventy sixers championship hopes by refusing to shoot and house net has now tanked his trade value. By refusing to show up. He has some legit gripes about being thrown under the bus after the flop out. But Philly will never forgive him for running from accountability from his own failings. I don't know if anybody can say this situation any better than what was just said there. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, there's been so many different narratives. I mean... I don't know too many people that are in Ben Simmons' court right now. I I don't there there aren't many people. I do. If LeBron James wasn't a star and LeBron James did the ESPN thing, the, the you know that whole thing, that's what Ben Simmons is doing right now. He Ben Simmons thinks he's bigger than he is. Ben Simmons thinks he's a bigger star than he is because he's backup defensive player of the year, because he's rookie of the year, yeah, despite, but- the, despite the fact that he missed the first season technically, um, and and has pointed up 15 points a game and will not shoot a free throw, will not show a, shoot a jump shot, and thinks he's way better than he is. Um, that's what Ben Simmons is, in my opinion. Yeah, but players that are way that are that good don't shy away from this stuff the no, way that he does. No, they don't. There isn't, there isn't a like a player that's the highest of echelon that is afraid the way that he was. No, I never. There's, seen- there's players. There's players that demand trades and stuff like that. But there's no player that doesn't sit up. There's no player that's feelings get hurt to the point from the I, fan base and everything else. I don't think there's much of anything from a star player. I've never like seen. This. I've never seen anything like that in my life. I've never seen any, anything like this ever. Um, this dude is soft as fucking warm butter. Yeah. I. I, I um. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, again, let's let's move on. Like, there's nothing. Speaking of soft. Um. 
That's what Walt Chamberlain apparently was not. A actress, uh, Cassandra Peterson, claims that she was sexually assaulted by Walt Chamberlain. Really? So Walt yep. Chamberlain is is the one that um, there's notorious like the, the amount of women that he slept with is th- there's like over two, over two thousand or something. Now, gr- granted, Walt Chamberlain's dead. Um, he's been dead for twenty years. And 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 she's coming out now and saying I I was sexually assaulted by. What the? F- what are you looking for? Yeah. What are you looking for? Yeah. Um. I don't know. If, if somebody slept with two thousand women, first of all, one person comes out like, does he really need to assault anyone? Probably not. I mean, you know, chances are, like, you know. Women p- clearly were throwing themselves at him. Like, I, I don't know. I don't want to. Um, Polsky said, fought to death. And Callie said, Callie and Nader are not happy. I don't know why. He, he's saying he's trying to get in. I'm trying to let him in here. I don't, he's not on the feed here. I can't let him in here. I don't see him. Hmm. Uh, Callie said, she has mega tits. I don't know who. Who's me- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> All right. I don't know. I don't know what that, I don't know what's going on there. All right, moving on. Are we doing mine then? Yes. Top of the ninth. Phil Stop eight six. All right. So here is a uh, interesting Peyton Manning story. So um, this is a story by uh, Pat McAfee, who's got the. Um, a podcast, popular podcast. Um, former punter for the uh, former punter for the Colts. Right. Talks about how on a golf trip, um, with the team while on the Colts, Manning ended up renting out a section of the casino for him and his teammates to enjoy. Wait, Peyton did. Peyton did. McAfee had a rough night at the tables. And was making an early exit, but stopped by one of the public roulette tables. So he has like his own section, and, and you know, um, McAfee's getting his ass kicked. So he comes out to a public table just to kind of, I don't know, decides to gamble there. Um, plays a few more spins before bed. So he's playing a bunch of numbers. He's playing his Colts number, his number one for himself, number four for Adam Vinatieri. Covered a bunch of portions for the board, but before the spin. Manny came out from the section, the private section that they were saying at, of the casino to say hello to everybody. As soon as the curtain moved, it was like Stone Cold Steve Altman was with the glass break, McAfee said. As soon as he hits the public area, there's buzz. Oh, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, especially French Lick, especially in French Lick, Indiana. Interesting town name. Hmm. Yeah, French Lick. Yeah. So Manning approaches the table. He stopped by McAfee and he says, how about that red 18, Pat? Referencing Manning's number. He gives me the gun and a wink, McAfee says. After a moment of consideration, those playing the table pushed all in on red 18. Everybody at the table put their chips on 18. I had to pick mine up off of one and four and all the others. And then the kicker. This is not a lie. This is no BS. I'm sure they have cameras and surveillance footage. Spins that thing, 18 hits, bananas, the whole place. Peyton wins even at gambling. 
just walks out and just kind of goes up to a roulette table. What the fuck? And calls out 18 and 18 hits. So, I thought that was a pretty wild story. Dude, I, why does it not sh- like, Why does it not uh, surprise me? What, that, it would, that Peyton Manning would just kind of like, you know, pull that off? Yeah. That does not surprise me at all. That sounds like a Peyton thing through and through. Yeah, I could totally see him walking out there. Now, I'm, I'm sure that he's probably me? did it like... 100%. Yeah. I'm sure that there's been three or four other times that he's pulled it off and it didn't work, but just that one time... That's awesome. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I I don't even think twice about any of that. I that doesn't surprise me at all. Peyton sounds like like I don't know. The dude you love and you hate him at the same time. Yeah, I I've never I've always loved Peyton. I I've, I find it hard to to not like Peyton. So next week when Ryan and Gary are here. Um, we're gonna well, we're going to be – they're not going to be here, right? Yeah, we're, right. We'll, we'll, yeah, that's right. We'll be remote. We're, we, you, you we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame class nominees for next week. Okay. That's going to be fun. There's a lot of Eagles on there's that a, list. There's apparently a lot of uh, Steelers, too. Yes, there is. Yeah, there is. It's going to be fun. We're gonna One was Heath Miller that they were like, hey, is Heath Miller a Hall of Famer? I'm like, uh, oh, my God, are you kidding no, me? No. <laughs> no. Uh, best tight end that, you know, has – Best stats of Eddie Tutt and Pittsburgh. Like. Yeah, we'll, we'll go for that for sure. All right, so we're going to close out the show with Corner Pop Popcorn. Let's do it. 2004. Uh, here we go, 2004. Mike, do you have any guesses on what could be in the top 10? Well, I mean, so 2004, I don't know if we've gotten through the full Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings series, but I would imagine that they're if they're in there, that they're – up in that. One of them is in the um, top ten. That's good. That's a good start. Um, I don't know if the any of the superhero movies came out. Uh, yep. Like something like an X-Men or something maybe? Not an X-Men, but a superhero movie did. And it's, in my opinion, one of the better sequels. It wasn't. We're not at Iron Man yet, right? No. It's one of the better sequels. Okay. In my opinion. It, it's It's... It's definitely up there, for sure. Hmm. So Spider-Man? Yes. Spider-Man 2, okay. Yes, Spider-Man 2 is up there. Okay, so that was the... Um, uh, Callie said X-Men, nope. No, uh, he, Sp- actually, this, he said Spider-Man 2. No. So Spider-Man 2 right. was uh, still the one with Kirsten Dunst and... Yep. Um, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, right, okay. All right, so here we go. So that was good. Number 10, National Treasure with Nicolas Cage, Mr. Personality. Oh, right. Okay. Number 9, which actually was a a well-done movie. The way they did it, Polar Express. Uh, well done. I don't know if i ever seen that. It's a lot of money spent in that movie. And um, the, the kind of half computer computer animation thing. Now, do you think that, uh, is that how, what's the age range do you think that you'd have to be for that? Uh, like, you know. 10, 12? 6 to 12, yeah. Okay. A softball pitch. You're a softball pitch. Uh, uh, six, softball pitch? Okay, yeah, 6 yeah, to 12? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Shark Tales, number 9. Born Supremacy is number 7. Born Supremacy? What is... Matt Damon. Uh, the, the, the Born series. Yeah. Okay. Number 6 is Day After Tomorrow. That's just Pierce Bronson, I think. Wasn't he in that? I think he was. The Incredibles is number 5. Okay. 
Number four, Harry Potter and the Prisoner Ashkaban. Okay. That was a good series. I, I didn't get into it. Number three, Mel Gibson. That's your hint. Not what one would want. Nope. Oh, Con- Braveheart. Nope. No, that was way earlier. Probably. 2004. Controversial movie. Oh, that was um the uh, the Christ. Passion of Christ. <laughs> Callie said, "Lethal Weapon 9. <laughs> Dave Peterson said, "Christmas staple every Christmas with the grandkids." Um, yeah, uh, uh, Passion of Christ. Number. I didn't find that all that. Well, I mean, I'm not I never that saw religious. It. I never saw it, so I don't fucking. I don't give a fuck. Spider Man Two is number two, making three hundred seventy three point five million dollars. Wow! And Shrek. Two. Oh, Shrek 2. Okay. Shrek 2 is number one. iRobot and uh, Troy uh, were 11 and 12. I didn't realize Troy was that yep. that big. First comedy on the list. First comedy? Holy shit. Here, no, here, here's the first comedy. Number 13. Sequel. Ben Stiller. Uh, meet the Parents. Or Meet the Fockers. Meet the Fockers. Good job. Meet the Fockers. Yep. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King was number 14. Wow. Yeah. 51st Dates. Yeah. I'm going to keep, he keeps forgetting shit. Mm, um, yeah, I know. Fahrenheit 9-11 was number 17. I'm surprised about that because I, I didn't want to see that. I was, um, no, nah, that was too fresh for me. That was only three years after everything happened. Right. And someone came out of the movie. That meant like immediately. Let's go in production. Let's go. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. Well, you know, you know there's going to be money grabs out of that. Number 18 was Dodgeball. That <sighs> was all right. Number 18 in 2004 was that movie. A lot of, lot of stars in that. A movie. I, my, I did like the blonde in that. A movie my grandfather actually worked on. In my Shyamalan. The Village. That's right, yeah. He was in the credits uh, at some point, right? Yeah, he was. He was a driver. It was a terrible movie. Uh, we saw it, and he said, this sucked. <laughs> well, we're going to wait. And then here, there goes his name. He's like, all right, I'm good. And we rolled out. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Like, it probably just in the middle somewhere of, like, you know, like there's a thousand names, and he's just, like, one of the names somewhere in there. The Grudge was number 20. The Grudge was a good movie. The Grudge the was first, really good. The first Grudge was good. Ocean's 12. Yeah. Yeah, here you go, man. Um, let's see. That's that's twenty. So then it leaves us with do it, touch it, do it, do it, do it. Come on, man. You know, do it, do it, do it. Go ahead, do it. Go ahead, do it, do it, do it. I can't think of it. Ben Stiller was in that one too. Owen Wilson, Ben Stiller, remake of a TV show. Is it? The Dukes of Hazard. Oh, Peterson said. Peterson said Polar Express is the staple, not the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> um, was it the Peterson? Dukes? Go for it. He said he has a few items to share with you. If that's okay, go for it, dude. Are you kidding me? So uh, Dukes of Hazard was it? No, Starsky and Hutch. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that. I never seen it. Starsky and Hutch. Elaine, dude, I saw a lot of movies during it. A lot of movies during his uh, time frame here. Long time, Polly. I hated that fucking movie. 
Anchorman. Anchorman was number 27. Wow. Yeah. That was like, I guess that was kind of a cult classic. Anchorman. Uh, what else we got here? A SpongeBob movie. Oh. Um, Michael Jackson against someone who crosses the border. Came in uh, number twenty, uh, number thirty-three. Michael Jackson against somebody that crosses yep. the border. Alien versus Predator. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Man, Man on Fire. One of the most underrated, underrated um, Denzel Washington movies. Um. Uh, Ladder forty nine. That's another. See, everyone fucking hit those yeah. fucking firefighter movies, man. They were like, I would make money off this shit. Ray, thirty nine. Uh, forty was White Chicks, one of the worst movies ever. Yeah, I, if there was ever a movie that I wanted to walk out of, I, I actually yeah, I got forced to see that. I met up with like a, a bunch of college friends. Um, we graduated and we're you know trying to. Catch up. Terrible. And, uh, yeah, they forced me to watch it. I'm like, I, I forced them to, like, afterwards, I was like, that was the worst the movie fuck ever. You yeah. That's and they're like, it. all right, I'll pay for the next one that we see. Um, Kill Bill, Volume 2. Number 44. Hmm. When you saw that in the theater, and she's buried under, spoiler alert, and she's underground, and she's buried, and it's dark. Mm. And she's punching. Dude, I, I'm i not claustrophobic. I got fucking claustrophobic. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, this movie might end with her buried alive. Like, that was fucking, ah, oh, dude, that was nuts. That was nuts. If you saw it in a theater, I think it meant a little more. All right, so my wife's favorite movie... One of, uh, it's probably her favorite movie of all time. Really? Number 47, Kurt Russell. Sports movie. Again. 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 <sighs> and then back and forth. Back and forth. Back and forth. No. Miracle. Oh, Miracle. Miracle's great. I, you know what? It, I I don't know. I, I've heard so much about it. I don't know if I've ever seen it. You gotta see that movie, <laughs> dude. You have to watch Miracle. Um, that movie's so well done. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the fact that it's I've heard so many. The fact things. that it's forty-seven on this list is. A, it, I gotta yeah. be honest with you. I'm I saw that. I was blown away. About. That's one of the best sports movies ever. I I and. You know, I'm always an underdog lover and all this shit. And that movie, obviously, yeah. the epitome of an underdog because they weren't supposed to re- beat the Russians. That movie is fantastic. It's so well done. Um, Miracle is, is dude, I got to tell you, like, yeah, you, you got to watch all that. Right. You got to see that. Um, Big Fish. Dude, talk about an underrated movie. Yeah, Big, Big Fish. Fish was a great yeah. movie. Big Fish, 48. Friday Night Lights, 49. They've created a series after that movie. Yeah. And Hellboy, 40, or number 50. Wow. Um, there's a lot of good movies here. We got a couple more, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to roll out here. 
Um, the step for wives. I saw that movie. Eh. Butterfly effect. Eh, okay. Butterfly effect is all right. Saw. Fifty nine. First saw. Yes. I guess that wasn't. Um, it give, didn't me, get the, give me a movie that had a sh- an ending. That was Saul. Yeah. Was, Saul was great. Like, I, I just don't think like it didn't. I bet you Saul too, and those movies like they created so many of them yeah. that now obviously they were a little bit lower budgets, probably. But um, yeah, that I, I just don't think like I think that the, the the sequels probably made it up higher because that started the trend. Nobody really knew what to expect, and then it it grew from there. Could be. That was um But that was a really good movie. Oh, uh, hold on. Dave Peterson oh, we got a couple of things coming on here. No after popcorn. I to share. oh, after popcorn, Peterson said. Okay. Uh we'll get to that in a second. Um Secret Window with uh, uh what's the fuck the Johnny Depp and there's some other movies. Thirteen going on thirty, shall we yeah. dance, you know, King Arthur. Is that it? Do I? No, I got one more. All right, I got Napoleon Dynamite. Number Never 16. Never saw it, and I don't ever want to see it. What? Nope. I'm out. Out. What? You got You got to watch that movie once. No. Watch it with Madison. When? Now? No. Not it's got to be years like, later. It's got to be. Yeah, when she gets awkward humor. I saw it in a theater. I hate awkward humor. I saw it in a theater. I was like, the fuck am I watching? And then I watched it again. I went, I like it. It's one of those, like, you have to watch it multiple times. It's, it's, if you watch it the first time, you're not going to get it. Because it's so dry. Now, you don't I like, hate dry. You don't like West Germany. I hate dry. I hate I awkward humor. I guess so. I'm going to be good. Um, oh. Oh, yeah. And I saved it just for this. Ryan, I wish you were here. But. Oh, I am Sam? Or what is it? Is that what it is? I am Sam? No, not I am Sam. You are so close. Mystic River? You are so close. Yeah. It's just my turn! (laughs) Mystic River, number 76. I will will forever remember that movie. I, I, you know. I that saw, was a good movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. I saw Kevin like, Bacon, right? Yeah, um, fantastic movie. Yeah, that was that was one of the better movies I've ever. Seen. I, like that's that goes up there with like American History X was you know one of those movies you did not expect anything from. Yeah, and you go to watch it, you're like, whoa, Tim Robbins yeah. and 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 uh, yeah, oh, it's such a great movie. Tim Robbins is a really good and that's actor. a good book too. Yeah, the book's very similar to the movie. A couple of things here and there, but very similar. So, cool. They get a little bit more into um, how um, Sean Penn's wife knows, like in the book. Okay, she knows, like she knows what happened and you know all that shit. So, um, yeah, it's been a while. I, I almost forget half of what ended up happening with that. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. It was a good flick. I'm gonna play this, play this song, to play it out. So what's Dave got going on? We Dave said this it? week in 1920, baseball legend Babe Ruth becomes the first player ever to hit 50 home runs in an MLB season. Wow. Tom McCabe says one game back after another hard stopper, but I agree, not much hope. 
The Braves are better. Our pitching blows. It's true. But we're one game back. Oh, we want, we're one and a half back now. I mean, Aaron Nola, again, shit the bed. The offense bailed him out. Um, who is our number two now? Is it Stefflin's out? So is it the well, guy we got from Texas? I guess so. Ranger Suarez, but he doesn't pitch. Suarez, is pretty mean. Yeah, but like he just doesn't pitch enough innings. Yeah, this team is not a playoff team. Let's be honest. Let's just call it what it is. This team's not a fucking playoff team. They don't start pitching. They, they it's could, all about the pitching in this league. They could make. They could make the playoffs. Huh? Yeah, they might. They're not a playoff team, though. No, they don't deserve to be. Like, who is expecting them to get out of the first round? You know what's going to happen? Their playoff, their offense. These fucking dorks who fired everybody who was good in in the front office and fired them all and said, we can't do this anymore. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking out of personal experience. Um, you know, or personal, you know, yeah. preference. You, know, you fired all these people and we can't make any money and you make the fucking playoffs. And next year, you're going to hear, oh, we made the playoffs late. We, we won a division last year. We, we we're going to raise prices. Hey, look out at the outfield. We have another fucking faux flag hanging out there. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but I, I, mean, don't, I, would, I, don't, would, I don't care. Would, could you really beat your chest after being the last team yes. in the NL? Yes, the Phillies can. They, they will. With their payroll? They will. Huh. They will. Are, are you kidding me? They absolutely will. They're, they're gonna, they're gonna fucking sink their teeth right in like fucking Dracula. They're gonna be like, oh, this is, this is fantastic. Oh my god, I don't care how we got in. We made the playoffs for the first time in ten years. We are on our way. It's more than ten, isn't it? Like 2011. Uh, it's right. ten years now. Um, yeah, and and you know the thing is, they're not gonna make the playoffs this year. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I, I, I agree. I mean, I you know, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm here supporting them. You Absolutely. Know, we, we I'm said, watching them. I'm watching them. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it all in, all out two weeks uh, ago. And it was up and down. And more up and down, more up and down and stuff like that. And then they uh, – now they're sitting again in a, in a position where they, they, they have a shot. Um, you know, they're, they're in position to do it. They got the Pirates. The Braves have the Padres. The Phillies are at home with the Pirates. The Braves are in San Diego. By all accounts, worst case, the Phillies should take two out of three. And the Braves should, what, go two and four or something? Yeah. Should be like a game and a half. Maybe a half game, maybe a game out, whatever it ends up being. And in the series with the Braves, Wheeler's probably pitching one of those games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you somehow win one of the other two. You know, assuming that Wheeler wins, you somehow, like, you got a shot. Yeah, and then you get Miami the last series, and Miami should, you know, Miami, they, they struggle well, with Miami, but Miami struggle, should, yeah. you know, be a team that they can, they can handle. I would hope so. Record-wise. But, but it, uh, I, you're right, I don't. I don't see it happening. I see, I see the Braves taking two or three and ending it. I see them losing the first game to the Marlins and the next two not even mattering. Um, but 
I'm going to pull for him. I'm going to see how it works out. I'm wearing the red. Yeah. You know. Um, Dave, I uh, wanted to point out before we end the show. This week in 1988, Carl Lewis wins his Runs for his first world record, 100 meters, 9.92 seconds. Wow. And also, 38 years on yesterday's date, 923, four-time Sung Young Award winner, Steve Carlton, records his, records his 300th career win. Wow. In a 12-strikeout performance against the Cardinals team he pitched for. So pretty right. cool, pretty cool shit. Yeah, nice, Dave. You're you're fucking awesome, dude. We appreciate the insight you give. We we still gotta have Dave on. We haven't had. Oh, I, yet, I'm right? working on it. Okay. I'm working. On, I'm working on it. Guys, we will thank you so much. We're Cornerpot Sports. That's gonna call us for the call for tonight. Next week we are on the road. We are in Philly, deep in Philly. Uh, it's gonna be a short show next week. I guarantee you that. Uh, short show We're next week. We're trying to make it short. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be. We'll recap the Eagles Dallas game. We'll talk about some other shit. No guests next week. Um, we want to thank SG Carter. Follow him on Instagram and Twitter as he comes out with his uh, graphic novel and all that. Um, and bet on the UFC based on his picks earlier tonight. Um, we thank you so much. We are Corner Sports. We will see you guys next week, Mike. Peace out.